What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Guided Trip Podcast. We are finally back and recording again. Had a great time with this last podcast. Had some. I had one new person on the podcast and a lot of fun. Um, we, you know, as we always do, drank a little bit too much, talked a little bit too much, had a great time. We actually had to split this podcast up into two separate episodes. So we're going to have two separate episodes coming out. Um, we're going to be broken up part one, part two. Um, and we cover a lot of different subjects, um, and it was a lot of fun. So I want to just say thanks for everyone for joining us and listening to the podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, theguidedtrip at gmail.com, um, check it out. And, uh, yeah, thanks again, everybody for tuning in. The Guided Trip. The church that I go to is is the river. I go there to wash everything away. I wish you were there <laughs> drinking rum, crying your little eyes out. <laughs> this fly that my uncle Jimmy and my grandpa perfected, they found it. They found the materials to tie it in the back of a taxi down in Andros. They just tell you bring gotchas. Don't bring anything else. When I was out there on the water with people, I was. I can feel the energy of other people, and I care about it. I think that's one of the most crucial parts of fly fishing that often gets overlooked. You know, we're jet-lagged, lack of sleep, we're half-drunk. Holding on to your nuts with one hand, you're holding on to the boat with the other hand. Shitting and tall cotton, dude. Man, this is what's going on in the world right now. You know, you're on a boat fishing down a beautiful river. Be deliberate with everything that you do with fly fishing. Yeah. Well, what do you do on your days off? I'm like, I'm on this boat. I'm rowing people down the river trying to figure out what's fishing. But I love it. I wouldn't change it for anything. I wouldn't trade it, man. It's awesome. All the way from May, that stench sticks around. (laughs) (laughs) All the way from May. My mic smells like peanuts. Smells like... Bad IPAs and you think You think you're too loud? Uh, I I think it's just my headphones. Do I sound real quiet? No, you sound perfect. But, like, I can't hear myself. Oh, that's... Which is weird. Wait, should you be able to hear yourself in the mic? Yeah. Yeah. So you know you're not screaming at people. Had my headphones on backwards. Mm. It's the weirdest part about it is hearing your own voice. Here, let me turn it it up just a tad. It takes some getting used to. My first time, I was like, Let me see here. Yeah, I can hear you way better now. Now I can hear myself. Okay. There we go. That's what makes you feel really weird. You're like, oh, God, I hate the sound of my own voice. talking to myself. Also, (laughs) as the night goes on, I noticed last time, maybe it was due to the beers that we were drinking, but it was like... An hour went in, and now we're like yelling into the microphone. Yeah, <laughs> that happens quite often. Jake's over there, just like beating on the table. <laughs> I mean, it, it's entertaining. That night yeah. got we got heated. We did, yeah, and like we lost a lot of that podcast. Yeah, which sucked. Basically That's one of my of favorites, though. All of it. Yeah, and you yeah. I love listening to that yeah? one. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah, that was a bummer too, because there was a lot of good stuff, and we. It's not I like was compu- can, like rerun. One of you like, guys are always just like, ah, oh, damn, like we fucking can, lost all Peter's that. Like, that's how it starts. Yeah, yeah we're all like bumming out Fuck. right away. Peter's three sheets to the wind. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, who cares, man? Let's just keep talking. And Peter <laughs> just keeps so trying much, to like get it going. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, this is so much fun. Yeah, um, yeah, it was an entertaining time, but luckily now we got a new computer. Um, thank my sister for that. Thank you. Christmas? Um, no, dude. She's like had a computer laying around. Nice. 
I'm like, the, who just has a computer later? A brand new Apple just ready yeah, to dude, rock. It, she's like, here you go. You want this? Like, I'm like, uh, yeah, <laughs> sure. Duh. I, I mean, I have that. I have like, one laying around. Literally, that was that was a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Not doing a podcast for a while. Didn't have a computer that worked. You at just all. could not. No, like every time we'd start a podcast, we'd be like, all right, things are going great. Like this is gonna be good. <laughs> and then the computer would just be like, blah, and just crap out, and you had nothing. Uh, You're like, well, I'm glad we were talking. If you don't pay, if you didn't pay attention to it, right, it would just disappear. Right. Yeah. And it would just stop recording. You're like, hold on, guys. Yeah, you would hold always on. do that. Like, hey, let me let me make sure we got everything. We didn't get <laughs> we didn't get and any then, of that. Yeah, like yeah, no, we didn't get a single thing. Like we're screwed. And then you'd have to start over. But so here we are. Hopefully everything's running according to plan as of now. Oh, you guys all sound fantastic. Everyone sounds great. We're doing great. Is everyone working on the radio voice? I feel like I have to tone it down a little bit. I, no, you're doing you're doing excellent. <laughs> I have a radio voice. <laughs> no, dude, you're you're seasoned. You're a veteran. I can I can tell. Brendan. Ryan, yeah. Oh, dude, he like he gets into it, dude. He he likes to whisper. Into this it, is like, my thing. Yeah, yeah, he likes to whisper. Into it. Um, <laughs> all right, well, <laughs> we're back, joined by Ryan McVeigh, who's been on the podcast quite a bit. Hello, um, Brendan talked, who's not been on the podcast First at all. First time, Glad and to be Peter Sandals, who's been on once or twice, once, once, once. Yeah, that was the one that we lost. Yep. Yeah, basically. Week. Two episodes worth of content. Yeah, pretty much. If we could have split it, it would have been great. Because <laughs> we went on for like, it was like midnight. Yeah, it was By late the time when, we were done. Yeah. And it was like, this is not good. Lost two hours and then did three yeah. hours on top yeah, of that. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Pretty brutal. Yeah. Uh, I didn't hear that one. I only listen to the ones I'm on anyways. <laughs> you know, that's a, good, <laughs> that's a good way to live. I don't listen to the ones I'm on, too. <laughs> Um, Brennan, why don't you, I mean, since you're new, you might as well introduce yourself. You look like you're ready. You gave me the, the hand. Okay. Introduce yourself. Tell, tell everybody what you do. Uh, I'm, you know, I, do you I, know what you do? Yeah, kind of. I do a lot of different things. Uh, well, talk, talk yeah, about I, the fishing aspects. I, I came to Gunnison like seven years ago, uh, I've been working at Gene Taylor's ever since, the, the sporting goods store in Gunny, uh, kind of holding down the fly shop, and then uh, started working into the guide scene um, with High Mountain Drifters on the upper, and uh, just last year started working down in the gorge with Peter and Cameron with Black Canyon Angler, and uh, yeah, that's how I ended up here. Nice. Growing up, Grand Junction. Yeah, grew up in Grand Junction. Did you mention that already? No, I didn't. Okay. Yeah, I grew up yeah. in Grand Junction. Uh, been fishing the Lower Gunny and the Gorge all my life. And so coming, like coming into the Gorge, that I mean, you'd floated a bunch and fished down there a bunch. So it wasn't yeah. like anything terribly new to you. Kinda. I mean, the like, I'd mainly floated it in like a ducky or a pack raft beforehand. I think I'd like rafted it like two or three times before that. Um, so the raft thing was new down there, but I'd, I'd run it quite a few times, but just in little boats. So, I mean, that was the biggest change. Yeah. Um, but being down there wasn't like. And the guide scene, I mean, just yeah. hanging out with clients. Yeah, that was day. the biggest one, you know, yeah. just like camp scene was the hardest. Yeah. You know, figuring out camp flow and like how everything, you know. How everybody How all the gears turn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. 
but uh like first first year was awesome and like i'm super excited for june to roll around and get that can't uh, i mean aren't we all yeah We're let's all get ready. that ball rolling yeah, yeah exactly. no kidding um so i mean like coming in your first year at, at, at overall what do you think about the year like as far as how you felt with your like how you ran like and enjoy did you enjoy it did you not enjoy it like were there aspects that like as far as your guiding or like abilities or anything like you would yeah adjust I mean, or? totally totally i mean i came out of the season with like a lot of different or things that i'm gonna like change up or do differently i mean i have a whole list of here of things that you need to work on but <laughs> perfect uh, fire <laughs> off um, but yeah like i mean it's it was kind of like riding a wave um you know one trip goes well one you know the next trip's got some bumps specifically with just like you know flow changes yeah that you know damn. we had super low flows last year yeah you know and we'd get some rain or something water would go off color or you know they'd call for water downstream and it'd bump and I'd never seen a lot of those flows. So I think that's the big one. Um, and then timing, you know, just like when to be where. Yeah. Learning the river. Not not um, necessarily. I mean, obviously, like, I I didn't fish with you much down there at all. I think we did that one day, the like the last day of the season, we yep. fished together. Yeah, and then um, we did a trip. So, like, I mean, it wasn't fishing at all that you're worried about. It was more of, like, just getting around getting around yeah, yeah. just yeah. keeping people safe and yeah. like just operating down there you know it's a different um, ball game it is you know especially once like the boat pumpers disappeared and we're down there pumping boats and yeah. just stuff like that that you don't expect going into the season you know the fishing you expect the rapids you expect um but i don't think you see all the back end stuff that we do you know like loading the van getting everybody down the trail getting the boats off the beach that, you know, that was like, I think that's the hardest thing to get used to. Yeah. And like, you know, watching your cooler on your boat is, yeah. Make sure you it's tricky. Yeah. 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 Like you're going to forget something a few times. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but that's kind of what makes you remember it. Yeah. It's the logistics of it, right? That's the hardest part. I think like a big thing that we all talked about this year down in the gorge was like, there's a lot of things we can control and a lot of things we can't control. And that was like a big phrase this year. I felt like more than any other year. And I mean, granted, I haven't been down there a lot, like for a ton of years, but that was like a, a big thing for us. Like our mantra this year, like, Hey, here's what we can control. Here's what we can't control. And we need to focus on the things that we can control because, you know, we had a lot younger crew. It seemed like this year, a lot of, and we're going to have another young crew again. Um, and so it's a lot of just like, hey, this is what we can do, and this is what we can't do. You know, we can't control the fishing from day to day. We can't, but we can control our camp scene. We can control this. We can control our food for the most part, you know, as far as keeping everything safe for everybody and making sure that our food is good, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then, you know, obviously our attitudes down there, we can control that. Um, but I, I feel like I saw that more this year than – the previous years where it was like, Hey, we need to focus on this. Like there's things we can't control. (laughs) And, you know, we had new management this year. And so, you know, we were all trying to deal with that as well. And coming in for you, Brendan, like being someone who hasn't been there before and then coming in like, Hey, this is the only management I know, you know, like 
other people are like, Hey, we don't know, you know, or we do know, you know, like, Hey, it's been this way. This is how we like it done. And management's like, no, we we want it done this way. And you're like, okay, well we got to work with that or whatever. Um, so it it definitely was an interesting year down there. I would say from, from my perspective, Peter, like you got, uh, what a year for weather. I mean, going back to what we can't control. And even the year before my first year, I mean, I feel like the two, the last two years, it just crazy weather events, blowouts, um, changing rapids. You're rolling up on stuff that, you know, you're expecting one thing and that riffle or that class two or something that might not even be named on the map is like a whole different ball game. And you're kind of read and react immediately in the boat. Um, kind of towards the end of the season got crazy with that for sure. It dev- I mean, we had a bunch of flash floods that came flash through floods, and like Boulder in, Garden, in areas that rapid. we'd never seen flash floods yep. come through before. Yeah. And I mean, there's situations where it's like, man, if we were camped there, like done, people would might die. Right. <laughs> Could have died. Right. Totally. Yeah. And luckily, you know, no one was camped there, there during that, but like, I mean, coming through there's camps that were just demolished. Right. So that, that, specific event and in september with boulder garden and the whole bottom canyon middle earth going blowing out um i was in at uh we were at ute park on a three day for day one and the first night we had some weather and then that next morning the whole morning it was just messing with us high winds that that's the day it happened right yeah and we we it was the three boats so it was um me jake and um will boyd and we were all you know, talking about what we should do, end up hanging out for lunch. Weather kind of pushed away for a minute, so we're like, okay, let's capitalize, get our stuff, and move down river, get to our day two campsite. Um, and then we got about halfway through packing up, got hit with a big storm, finally made the decision that uh, wasn't busy enough, and we we're going to just lay over and stay in the same camp. Um, and which is, that's such a hard move to do, right? Because you don't know. Um, well, and like, you don't know if someone's coming in behind you that yeah. wants that camp as well. And exactly. so like, I mean, to put in perspective the area where we're at, I mean, you have to sign in. That's crazy. That was a weird noise. Yeah. Um, like- <laughs> you have to sign in for camps and like everyone has to sign in whether you're commercial or not. And so you pick your camps, you can't stay at the same camp for two nights in a row or yeah, two nights in a row. Right. Cause people um, are coming up behind yeah, you. Yeah. And people might be coming up behind you. So it, it's a risky move to like you're signed in for two two different camps and then you choose to stay at that first night's camp for two nights hoping no one's coming in behind you right. and going hey we're camping here as well i mean you have to make a move and like a smart move as a guide be like hey is this the right decision like what if someone what happens if someone comes in behind right. us do we, where do we send them what do we right. do you know hey do we join camps like I mean, we're on commercial trips with high-paying clients. Right, like, what? Do you, right. like, that's a tough, tough decision, tough call to make. Right. When Absolutely. All, when all they care about is is the fishing good and is the yeah. steak cooked right. Well, in, <laughs> yeah. in our heads, you know, yeah, we're thinking about that too. But it's like, how do we keep them entertained? Yeah. yeah. Are we going to get screwed by this rainstorm or this giant thunderstorm coming over right now? Like, is this going to blow everything out? Are we in danger? You know, like if we move to the next camp, right. are we going to be in trouble if we go camp there while that storm's hanging over that side of the canyon? Like, I mean, you're in a desert in a canyon. Like, at times you can only see like a certain amount of the sky, and like you don't, you can only guess what's going to happen. Right, right. and, and we're mean, in Colorado, so it, exactly twenty minutes is all it takes. It could have snowed, and, and yeah. you know, it could have snowed. You know, yeah, exactly, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, right. You have no idea. We ended up pulling the right move, though. Coming yeah. through on day three, we rolled right by the camp we we're supposed to be at. It wasn't the one that flashed the 
the most Boulder Garden, but we were supposed to be at um, T Dyke below that. And I mean, pretty much every little slot canyon for three miles was, you know, mud on the walls, rocks coming down, just restructuring completely. And yeah, we it was smart that we stayed. Yeah, I mean that's you wouldn't want to have been anywhere in there. Right. No, yeah. absolutely not. Wherever you were it would have been yeah. bad. So. Yeah, I think that's like one thing that you know I learned this year God is it's it's not it, <laughs> it's not just the fishing and like you know floating the gorge you know that's like a very small part of it working down there it's all you know taking care of the people and and making decisions for them that you know make sure they have a good trip and right and, and you, then, and you then hold you go, a lot hold a lot of hands yeah and then you go yeah. fishing. Yeah. yeah you know um and it depends on a lot of people's expectations i feel like too i mean one trip could be very relaxed and then you know you get some different guys that are yeah you know there for the fishing specifically and they want to get eight hours on the day and some people are there for the experience and, and that's perfectly fine i mean we had that guy um we'll have to i mean we could transition here shortly but we had a guy we were just in texas at a show and we had a guy that was at he's like well how long do i get to fish every day and i was like well it's up to you yeah. You can fish as long yeah, as you completely. want, man. You can fish sun up to sundown. It's completely up to you. Like we're not going to force you to not like be like fish. you can't fish. Yeah. <laughs> no, like yeah. this is your trip. You're allowed to fish, but a lot of people, you know, like because it, it's just it's a it's a taxing trip. I mean, you're sitting in the sun all day, every day. I mean, nonstop. There's not a ton of shade at times. And you're seeking shade a lot of the time. So, like, seeking little nooks. Like, I'm going to pull my boat in here, here real quick. And, like, I mean, I've taken cam straps and put them on the wall and, like, locked it in notches and be like, I just need to sit in the shade. Like, I need shade yeah. as yeah. well. We need yeah. to take a breather, drink some water, and get right. some shade. But, I mean, it's just a taxing trip. And so a lot of people, you know, I think people have expectations when they go down there. And they're like, oh, I'm going to fish, you know, 12 hours a day. And it's like, cool, yeah, go for it. Like, I, I don't care. Right. Like, I'm going to keep an eye on you, but, like, go for it. You <laughs> yeah. can fish as much as you possibly want to fish. And we had that guy that was, like, grilling us at this Texas show that we were at. He was like, well, I, I plan on fishing. And like, fine. Fish as much as you want. You know, like, we'll call you. We've had people, I'm sure you have yeah. too, Brendan, like, at camp where you're like, hey, dinner's ready. And they're like, cool, I'm fishing. Like, sweet. Well, we'll keep it warm for yeah. you. Right. You know, we'll set it aside and we'll keep it warm. We don't know. Like, yeah, do whatever you want. It's like, your trip. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, totally. if we're cleaning up, you know, and it's like, hey, man, you need to eat your dinner. Yeah. Like, we're yeah. trying to clean up and, and drink some cocktails. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. What's your problem? You know, like yeah. get it under control here. But I mean, a lot of it, yeah, it's just dealing dealing with the people. Um, and then, yeah, fishing's part of it for sure. I like to say that we sell experiences more so than fishing trips because, mm -hmm. I mean, you totally get those people that, you know, the fishing's cool, but they're in it for all the other reasons too and yeah i mean sometimes you make it through the rapids and like we'll pull over after grand finale and like you know sometimes that ends up being like when you see that client the most stoked yeah you know he's like hell yeah like I that just, was sweet yeah, yeah. and what's cool. cool is like when you get out of those raps and people are like oh my god you crushed it man yeah. you're like hell yeah, yeah dude yeah you know like, i'm meant to do that yeah. you know i meant to hit that rock. yeah <laughs> in your head you're like well yeah, like, smoke oh, three rocks i'm gonna do that next it wasn't as clean as i wanted yeah. it but, you know I mean, we like, hit half of it switch yeah. but yeah. That's, yeah. that's honestly like one of the reasons why i take like the the left line in boulder garden dude because like you get out of boulder garden if you take that left exit and people are like oh Oh my god yeah. you did that like yeah we just yeah. did that you know that was pretty sweet huh you're just whoo, whoo, 
doing all the scissor turns. Yeah, yeah like, totally. Oh yeah, before tucking oars. And... Yeah, before Border Garden was restructured, that was my favorite rapid because once you figured it out, it was like, I mean, either way. But it was always way. puckering. It was, yeah, it was puckering. It's always but puckering. Like, to it me. was. Um, it's just long. It was fairly yeah. like doable, but just very. Um, A lot of what's strokes. The word? You know, just. I don't know what you're looking yeah. for here. Sorry, intimidating. I mean, just I, yeah. intimidating. People well, you are said, like, like you said, it's it's yeah. long, so you got to be on point for a minute, right? Well, you know, and then you can't but just... then you have like this stretch where it's like oh, I can limbo. Kind of, yeah, you're like in limbo. Like, do I want to go right or do I want to go left? And you yeah. can hang out for a while, and like you can fish it for a while mm-hmm. and work around. And like, if you have the right people, like you totally can fish it and be like, yeah, let's throw some, let's throw some in there, you know. And like, you can sit in eddies and work it. But yeah, you are in limbo. Yeah, and then you have to make a decision where it's like, do I go right? Do I go? And right? I've made decisions where I'm like, I'm gonna go right today, and then I go right, and I'm like, should have done that. Like that idea. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Like that wasn't the smartest move today. But the funniest thing is, like, the clientele never. Rarely do they, they catch have no on. Idea. Yeah. Right, they have no idea. Like, if you don't I've, say anything, I've you're butchered down. a few lines, like one in Boulder Garden, but exiting left. The guy was like, "That was cool." No, I'm like, "What was it? Was it? <laughs> that was Do terrible." Know? Yeah. Do you yeah. even know? Yeah. Do you even know? But I mean, that's that's the coolest part is like we get to sit there and learn about it, you know. And and occasionally, like, yeah, I have those moments occasionally where I'm like, get wild hair up my ass, and I'm like, I'm gonna try a new line, you yeah. Know? And then it's like, you either do it well or you don't, and like, or you learn a new cool move and. It, like sometimes I have it and I'm like, yeah, that wasn't the right move. Like, and like you're rolling into it, like, oh shit, you know? And you're like, what? What's oh shit mean? What? What do you mean? Yeah. And you're like, oh, it's cool, man. We got it. Like, nothing's gonna happen. But I mean, you gotta you gotta push the limits every now and then. Once you get comfortable, I remember like my first couple trips, like my rookie year, like could not sleep at night. Yeah, because I was totally ter- I was terrified. I'm like, oh my god! Like, I gotta go through the rapids tomorrow. Oh my god! Like, terrified. And then you do a couple more trips, and you're like, okay, I feel a little Chills more comfortable. Out. And then they're like, oh, flow's changed. And you're like, oh god, now what? <laughs> yes. Oh no! You're right back to where you were. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like, okay, now what line do I take? Right. You know, because yeah. every every rapid is completely different in different flows. Like, there's always, you know, there's always one right way for the most part. You know, like, hey, this is the safest way. Mm-hmm. Peter knows that firsthand. this is the safest way um at these flows or whatever but like yeah you and flows can come up and you're like well that rock seems a little more covered than it was yesterday you know that's a little weird you know and sometimes there's just little fluctuations Mm -hmm. where you're like oh that's not gonna change anything um but with a flash flood or something like that where there's Mm -hmm. a bunch of water pushing like yeah you're like who knows yeah I mean, we don't know if there's going to be debris. Like, we have no idea right. what's going to happen. Because we've seen that before. Yeah. Slots yeah. closed up from yep. logs. and Yeah. Yeah. Remember, um, I, I, I don't know if I should say it, but <laughs> squeeze the fat trick. Gatekeeper. Yeah. yeah. Gatekeeper. Yeah. Yeah. Gatekeeper. Yeah. That, one was, that, that one was gnarly. That, that pokey log was sticking out. Yeah. You're like, man, I might pop my boat if I try and slide <laughs> I got stuck you. on that log. Did you? Yeah. Nice. My drag bag caught it, and it just uh, stopped well, me right you know, in the slot immediately. What would you learn from that? 
pull my jack bag. I had to get on the side and unclip it and then pull it into the boat and then shoot through and put it back down. I've had those moments where I'm like, man, my boat is like not doing what I expect it to do. And then you look over and your drag bag's full of 20 beers. You're like, son of a bitch. (laughs) That was dumb. (laughs) Yeah. And then like half of them are explode. You're like, oh, Oh, that's the worst. (laughs) That's the worst. You got to pack extra beers. That is one thing I learned. That's why I don't use the drag bag. I don't use the drag bag. Gunnel, not only the yeah, drag bag, the but just spilling them, like, you know, on the just day three, you're like, already, might anyways. as well have yeah. one, and it's knocked off the cooler nearly immediately, full beer. Yeah. Well, I lost all my last day beers in uh, Cable. I like, like that last day second, beers. <laughs> second, third trip I did. Like for you're some, gonna, you're gonna have to explain last for some day, reason. Last day beers. Yeah, my last <laughs> yeah. eight beers. You rationed. You last, yeah, we, last, we had last like day beers. I think I had like five beers. It was like two for clients. You brought you, you bring, bring client beer? beers? No, no, no. They had theirs. Oh, there. I was like, Jesus, yeah, no, dude, no, we, no. Need, we yeah. really need to talk. No, about I had some one. Shit, <laughs> I had one Damn. beer left that oh. I was gonna drink at the bottom of grand finale, and for some reason, I don't know why, I just like put it on the left side of my boat. And bad then, really bad. <laughs> it was <laughs> not thinking. Bag? I had a drag bag on the left side. Was not thinking. And uh, hit the wall. Ran through cable. Smacked into the wall. Super low water. Nothing happened. We oh, you rarely gra- know. We got to grand finale. Right. Like, I can't wait for this it, last I, beer. I looked in the drag bag. Tyler Morris was there, and they're all exploded. And like all a couple are, were crushed, and like they like hit the tube and the wall and just. I was gonna say that's usually yeah. when you're like your clients are like you got any more beers in there? I'm like no, yours are all gone. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. weird. Yeah. I, I only got no. They were left. all they were all <laughs> exploding. Like, yeah, no, I think you guys drank your last one at lunch. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. And then you grab one of their beers. Like no, I brought this. This one's mine. I brought this. On I brought that one Bud Light. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. No, I, I you know I got a smorgasbord of beers. I only drink Bud Light on the last day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I've definitely pulled that move on clients. We're like I'm pretty sure you guys are out. Right. You know, and you pull one more out, and you're like, no, this one's mine. I'm <laughs> or it goes the other way. Yeah, it does. People, where they're like, oh, I'm pretty – because it was at T-Dyke with you where they're like, I'm pretty sure I brought these Pacificos. No. I'm no, like, you didn't. No, you didn't. Those <laughs> but, are mine. But, but here you go. Yeah. Oh, the, the best <laughs> right. story, though, of stealing a client's beer. Oh, we yeah. got to tell this one. We have to tell this This is one. one of the best stories of stealing a client's beer. So we're at, at camp – well, I'm rolling up to camp. I'm the last one to roll up, like – Probably five or ten minutes after everybody, like, nothing too crazy, not too late or anything. Um, but so I, I roll up. Everyone helps me pull my boat up, and Josh Cattell runs up to me, and he's like, hey, man, is this your beer? You got a tempter? Like, I was like, no, that's I've never seen that beer. That's not, I just rolled up, man. That's not my beer. Like, I, and he's like, I found it in the river, dude. He's hidden under a rock. I'm like, perfect, dude. That river booty, that's yours, dude. Like, drink that. That's going to be delicious. So he's like, yeah. yeah, it's ice cold, man. It was under, it was in the river under a rock. I'm like, perfect, man. That's not how Cattell talks. Yeah. Should we, I could do the Cattell, you know. Like, he's like, is this your beer? Yeah. Is this your beer I found in the river? Is, <laughs> is this ice cold? Is this your beer? No, it's not my beer. He's like, is under a rock? You sure it's not your beer? I'm like, no, it's not my beer. He's like, I'm going to drink it. I'm like, okay, drink it. <laughs> so he, dude, he crushes this. And it's his favorite beer. Yeah. A tempter. Tell your ride tempter, right? Is oh, it tell your ride? Yeah, it was a tempter. Yeah. It, it was a tempter. And, dude, he crushes this beer. Like, not five minutes after he drank this beer, a client walks up and is like, 
hey, you guys seen a tempter sitting in the river over here? <laughs> and Cattell just like, I mean, wide-eyed, dude. Like, and he's looking at the client, and we are, we're all just laughing. Come and, to Jesus. Yeah, Cattell's <laughs> not saying a word. He looks, at you go, he looks at the guy, he goes, yeah, I found it. And I drank it. <laughs> and he goes, let me tell you. Is fucking delicious. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, I believe Cameron owes me a beer. Cameron, go get the guy a beer. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, what the hell, dude? Like, now I owe this guy a beer? Like, that dude was bumming, too. He like, was, And he didn't drink the beer I gave him because, like, he didn't. He's like, I'm not drinking He's that. Like, like, I mean, I bring some pretty. I want a tempter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> only a tempter would do. Yeah. Only yeah, a tempter exactly. would do it. Like, One brand man right there. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty entertaining. I was like, oh, I could tell. Just your luck, man. He's yeah. like, he's like, boys, I don't regret it. That was one of the best beers I've drank down here. I was like, yeah. Good for you, dude. Yeah, he had no remorse. He's dude, like, he, man. He had none. Dude. You should have given that to me day one. It, it should have been in the cooler. Beer. It was the guy's last beer. Uh, I thought I struck gold. Yeah. Yeah. And then he just pushes the client in the water. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Yeah, that was the funniest thing this summer. You watched it when that client just walked off the back I, of my dude, boat. Dude, I have that written down. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have that written down. Oh, That was one of the craziest <laughs> things, man. So, like, when we pull our boats up to camp, like, we'll nose up. So, that the client, like, most of all of our gear is in the back of the boat for the most part. So, like, we nose up, let the client out front get out, and then we turn the boat around and back our boat up so we can unload all the gear off. And Brandon pulls up. And like client gets out the front and like the chick in the back, she was like Irish or something. Wasn't well, she, she yeah, she Irish or British yeah. or something, and it was her one of those crazy things. nephew on the front. Oh, okay, right. But basically, like there's like this beach, like barely a beach, and then it's like just a sheer drop off. It's a sandbar that just like it just drops, drops off like ten right. feet. Just go straight. Deep. It just goes straight to the bottom. And like Brennan's nosed up and the dude gets off the front and he's like, Hey, I'm gonna spin the boat around. She goes, No, I got it. And dude, she literally grabbed her bag and her rod and just stepped right off the boat. And Brennan's going, Whoa, 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 Like, no, 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 don't, don't, no, no, no. Like and dude, yeah, she just late. dropped <laughs> to the bottom almost with a life jacket on, like, and popped back up like oh, 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 like holding all her shit. And Brennan's looking at me like, What the fuck just happened, dude? And I can't I'm Dude, I'm dying laughing. I'm like, what the fuck was that? Like, how did you not see that it was just deep as hell? Right Dude, there? she just like disappeared. She did. Yeah, she was gone for like a and second. And then like the the perfect client move, which they all do. Like, oh, I wanted to cool off anyway. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They play it off. Nice save. Yeah. No, dude, that doesn't work. Uh, like, I see what you're working. doing there. But does the guy just point at her and laugh, or she's like, oh yeah? Right. Oh, I was laughing. Yeah, we was, were all. I was laughing. Yeah. Like, we talked about it all night. I'm like, what the fuck was she doing, dude? Like, how did she not, like, see that? I mean, the stoke factor's high. People do the damnedest things, don't they? Well, I think, like, <laughs> clients get into that thing where they, like, want to help you yeah. down oh, there. That's, yeah. yeah. And, and she was doing that. And, she's like, like she's cool. like, no, you don't have to spin the boat for me. No, 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 no. And I'm like, I'm going to spin the boat anyway. Yeah. yeah, all the gears on I'm the back of the boat. Please make it easy on me. And I she sit there. I told her that a few times. Real quick and knock her back into the boat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> while, she, while she was standing yeah. on the tube, just give her a little quick. Yeah. Little, Ooh, little, get back in the boat. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> that's a common one. You spin the boat, you're either going to hear somebody like, "Oh, that's first class service," or they're going to be like, "No, no, no, let me, please let me, allow me." And they like step off into like a foot of mud, and they're like, "Oh, I didn't know it was muddy here." Oh, yeah. I, I tried to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> tried to help you out, dummy. Yeah. You're not listening. I'm still gonna spin it because i gotta unload all this shit <laughs> the other the other one i have written down 
um, that we were on a trip on, Brandon, was that dude that hit his head. Yes. Yeah, that was a wild one. Like, a crazy bunch, dude. Like, <laughs> just, a, just a weird bunch. Like, interesting crew. But, like, we're, we're, like, cooking dinner. Like, start cooking dinner. Like, we get a cocktail in us, you know. I'm, like, drinking a cocktail, getting some dinner ready. Like, about to throw some steaks on the grill. I'm, like, hell, yeah, this is a good, good night. Like, we're doing all right. <laughs> and, like, this dude comes down, and he's, like, you guys got any ice? And we're, like, yeah, man, we're about to whip up another cocktail. We'll get you some ice, you know, no big deal. And he's, like... No, like, I need some ice now. Like, where's your cup? You know, like, bring your cup. Like, <laughs> yeah. we'll get you some ice. Let me see your cup. And he's like, no. Like, what are you drinking on? We need, like, an ice pack. Like, an ice pack. And we're like, what the fuck, dude? Like, and he's like, yeah, uh, I, I don't even know his name. But he's like, dude, hit his head. And we're like, what the fuck? Like, we had literally just told the dude. He's like, hey, I want to go, like, take a bath. Like, mm-hmm. go for a little swim. We're like, cool. If you go below the rapid... There's a huge eddy. You can go swim in there. Like, it's massive. Super easy. Like, you can go do whatever you need to do. No one can see you. You got all the, everything in the world. Like, you're going to be fine. All the privacy. And, like, dude decides to, like, go into the rapid. Is this Boulder Garden? Uh, T-Dike. Oh, wow. Yeah. Decides to, like, try to basically jump in a little eddy in the rapid and slips and hits his head. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. Yeah. now what like yeah. now we got a dude that just slipped and hit his head and serious like, i got a couple beers in me and i got a cocktail working like now what's gonna happen yeah you know and like brendan luckily goes and takes care of it and he's like dude the guy, the guy's fine like he's gonna be all right like they're just fucked up like they right. were just drinking all day and like no water and like he just wasn't listening to anything we had to say so just and, hit like, the red button yeah like well and they like <laughs> they came like we're getting the kitchen set up and all that and they roll up and they're like hey we need to go bathe and we're like below the rapid yeah we didn't want them dropping like cameron right said in front of camp. yeah right like, you know. so they we tell them that and they walk out onto like that little like scree field that creates t-dike and they're like screaming at us from it like where Where's the? We can't, dude. We can't. And we're we're yeah. po- we're like pointing rapid, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're like what? Just hear them waving their, see them waving yeah. their hands in the air. We're pointing at them like go downstream, downstream, and they just start getting in the river and in the rapid. And we're like, well, that's their call, right? You know, yeah. like we we gave them everything they needed. Uh, yeah, I mean, so that that's kind of a question for me. I mean, you guys like the careful balance, you guys prefer the client that's like the the gung-ho fisherman knows what he wants or do you prefer the client that's like never ever just wants to look around but is an absolute space cadet maybe a liability like or do you just prefer something in between guy can fish but enjoys being there in the in between all day like he wants to fish but he's not like going hard all day because like sometimes that gets annoying when they're just like you're like, okay, just like enjoy the views for a second. This is slack water. Right. You know, like yeah. right after zigzag. Like, man, right. It's really, right. it's really hard to get a drift right now. We're like, yeah, because yeah, that's because I'm, I'm pushing. Yeah. 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 I'm pushing. going as fast as I can to, to the good water. Yeah. <laughs> Save trying, your arm. I'm trying to set you up. I feel like I've had good and like great experiences with both. Um, I feel like, you know, a big part of it is what people come in as far as expectations are. Um, Definitely had some fishermen that uh, the ones that don't care to listen too much can be the kind of the biggest headache. I feel like whether no they doubt. can fish or not. Right. Typically, those are the dudes that can fish. They right. think I'm, you know, I'm a know-it-all. Yeah. 
But You're like, younger than me. What, what I've been we, on the big horn. What I've do been we the, call that? Uh, and there. The I've been everywhere, man. Oh, yeah. I've been everywhere, man. Yeah. yeah. Like, I've been to Belize and yeah. Florida, and, like, they just say it all the time. Here, like, I'll show you this photo. Man, let me yeah. show you this 10-pound bonefish, yeah, like, like, I caught two weeks ago. Been yeah, everywhere. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Been everywhere. Yeah. But, like, the... But you like, can't tell them shit. <laughs> yeah, no. But like, I mean, this brings up a good point, dude, that I was actually going to talk about. It's like your uncle. Like, fishing with your uncle, like, your uncle's been everywhere, dude. Mm-hmm. He goes down and fishes permit three times a year, four times a year, you know, and he'll text me and be like, oh, I went 13 for 15 on permit today. I'm like, fuck you, Mike, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. you, dude. Why are you texting me that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> invite me. Right. Like, what's your problem, dude? And, like, and pay, please. But, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, same dude, you know, but, like, occasionally he'll listen. Right. Occasionally. But, like, one of the best fishermen that you can put on the front of your boat but he always sits in the back you know and you're like dude like oh my god yeah. like you need to be in the front of the boat fishing right now and I you need to you. be alone yeah because if you leave him to his own devices dude mike's yeah it's yeah. it's bad news dude. <laughs> be like, well lost another rig you're like what, what for you know like, <laughs> what, what happened because yeah. i mean the dude can throw bullets like he can throw bullseyes i mean like, he'll outcast all of us dude i mean i i have like it, it's become a saying and I, I've kind of, like, coined the term, but, like, it's the Mike McVeigh, which is basically, like, I'm in the back of the boat fishing, and, like, dude up front's fucking off, like, not fishing in the front of the boat, and I'm like, I'm a Mike McVeigh your ass right now. And they're like, what are you talking about? They're like, dude, I'm going to throw a fucking laser downstream, and I'm going to catch a fish in front of the boat, because you're not doing it. Like, and, dude, he will. Like, he you will. Can, you can put his uncle in the back of the boat and like if his buddy up front is fucking off like fishing three o'clock or whatever like he'd be like dude fish the front of the boat and he'll start he doesn't care he'll start casting over line over you over the rod but the and first dude, guy to give up the front of the boat yeah just so he can cast oh, over yeah. your line <laughs> yeah he does it all day and like but he'll rail fish yeah. from the back of the boat towards the front of the boat and you're like god damn it dude. Yeah. this isn't gonna work like this is and i'm like mike that was cool, but never again, dude. Like, knock that shit off. Stop that like, shit. Like, yeah. It's now, like, a saying. Like, if I'm fishing in the back of the boat with buddies, I'm like, dude, I'm about to Mike McVeigh your ass. <laughs> like, if you don't get on point, man. I'm a, yeah. Dude, I'm a Mike McVeigh I'm going to start ass. bombing 60-foot yeah, cast. I'm and I, I did it to a buddy uh, last year, I believe. Like, we were fishing, coming down. Like, dude was fucking off. Like, not fishing where you should be fishing. We're both, like... Dane's rowing, and he's like, dude, fucking left side, left side. Like, nice nice little seam, left side, left side. And I'm like, dude, I'm going to get you. And, like, I cast it over top of Dane and the dude with dry flies, put it in there, and, like, nice sip and set the hook. I looked at Dane, and I was like, dude, I just Mike McVade his ass so hard, dude. And that's how it was coined. I was like, that's it, dude. Like, I, that's it. I just Mike that's McVade. the Mike McVade. Yeah. straight mic'd him. Dude, I, don't, I don't know what's up with that dude like he doesn't answer phone calls or text for me anymore i'm like does he not want to fish with me anymore what's the deal mcveigh drilling is not doing too good buddy ah some bitch he's actually calling me because he knows i'm a free row <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah dude i, I mean i won't I, drop my I prices can't, i can't pay you you're kidding to me i can't take money man <laughs> i'm not allowed to damn some bitch dude and I, i'll like text him were you one of you guys is on that trip, right? Where they're all dancing at Boulder Garden. 
I wasn't on that. Were you there? I was there. Was that with Timo and with Jake? Yeah. And the, everyone was dancing at Bowling Garden. Yeah, we put on was, some music and yeah, the we put on short straight freaking and, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. And they were and the, all the couples were like dancing at Bowling Garden. Oh, that was having a good Mike time. McVeigh's buddy. Um, can't remember his fucking name right now. Miller. S- salt of the earth, dude. Like the dude's an amazing dude. Big mustache, rancher dude. Um, lives in CB. False cast too much. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I know who I had that trip, but I don't. Uh, think. But super nice, dude. Like, and they James. brought like, yeah, James, yeah. dude. And I texted Mike, and I was like, Yo, James is in the gorge. Why aren't you, dude? Like, what are you up to? And dude, James and his wife brought like six bottles of wine. Oh, and they like, probably brought good meat. Oh, dude, they they, they were going hard in the paint. He's a boss, like, dude. Dude, he is. Like I said, He's the salt, salt of the earth. If you can just get him to stop false casting. Yeah, and dude, he just laughs the whole time. And like, you can tell him something. He's like, well, God damn it, Cameron, I'm trying. You know, and you're like, I know, buddy. I know, James. You're trying, dude. Like, you're doing your best, But these, these are the guys that, like, only call me when they go to, like, Span Ranch. You know, they never, they never call me to go yeah. fish, like, normal stuff. They're like, hey, man, come to Span Ranch with me. And so I've guided James at Span a couple times. And he's, I'm just like, dude. Please stop false yeah. casting. Make, dude, fish aren't in the air. The dude. fourth, the fourth <laughs> cast was fine. The seventh yeah. was worse. Like, yeah. <laughs> but and that's what happens. Like he'll false cast so much, and you're like, dude, you just tangle it all up. You man. should see him on the flats. Oh, it's Jesus. impressive. Is he? It's bad. Oh. <laughs> Impressively bad. <laughs> but uh, he's he's like the best dude on the planet. Oh, he's a saint. Absolute saint. I remember him ripping me up. Like took him dry fly fishing one day. And, like, he was ripping me up because he wasn't catching any fish. And, like, your uncle's in the back just roping them. And, like, I was like, James, you guys got the same bugs on, buddy. But you're not fishing the front of the boat. Like, you need to fish the front of the boat. Mike's fishing the front of the boat from the back of the boat. Like, you need to fish the front of the boat, man. You get first shot. And he's like, well, these damn flies just aren't working. And, like, we pulled over. And he's like, you show me. And, like, I casted a couple, caught a fish. And I'm like, they they work, dude. It's just... It's just you. It's you right now. You just got to get them in the water, man. Yeah, you just got to keep them in the water, bud. I actually, like, I'm, you know, I'm related to the guy, so I get to rip Mike. I guided them down. We just did the Almont to Northbridge stretch, and and Mike was pulling that same shit, man, making 50-foot casts to the front of the boat, casting over my brother. And my brother's not the type, like, dude, drink sour milk, man. He was, like, getting pretty pissed, and he was cussing at Mike, and he's like, stop doing that. And I was like, Mike. I'm going to fucking start rolling switch, man. If you want to fish yeah. the front of the boat, I'm going to put you in the front of the boat. And he man. won't get in the front of the boat. No, he dude. will never get in the front of the boat, but he'll fish it like he is. Dude, and, <laughs> and he, he's good, dude, because he'll, like, dude, he'll string up his rod, like, put it away and sit down. Like, he's like, no, not you're rigging this. It. Like, no, he's just like, I'm not fishing this. I appreciate that Oh, sometimes. really? And, like, man. dude, he just, Holy like, cow. chills out. And then, like, he'll see the spot coming, and he'll see you start working harder, uh-huh. and he's like, grabs his rod and gets it ready and starts false casting getting line out and dude he'll hold it like he's on the front of a flats boat like he'll hold it like oh yeah and then wait and wait and then you get him there and he's like puts cast in boom gets one nets it and then he'll put his rod away and sit back down and he's like yep he's a flat and he'll fisher. grab another Coors Light out of the box <laughs> and freaking hang out uh, you dude. better come correct if Mike's on the boat oh, <laughs> you're 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 guaranteed to drink like you are as yeah, a guy he will require it guaranteed to drink like six 
Coors Lights <laughs> oh, with yeah. the dude. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> on, a, on a half day float. That's yeah, also like, appreciated very yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. Sure. No, he brings beer for you, and he'll bring lunch for you. Yeah. Like, I mean, he knows his Everybody shit. Like, he's now. like, he's a great client. I mean, he's literally been everywhere, man. So yeah. he knows. He knows the game. Yeah, he's yeah. a great. He client. tips in advance, dude. A lot he'll of text times. you. Oh wow. Oh yeah. He'll be like, hey, I'm, I'm five minutes late. I'm like, great, cool, no worries. Like. And he'll tell you right away, like, oh, dude, we drank heavily last night, whatever. Like, I'm running 30 minutes late. Like, cool. Like, thanks for letting me know. Sweet. Like, perfect. You know, yeah. and like, dude, he'll show up and he's like, I got lunch. I got, and you're on a half day trip. You know, yeah. and he's like, I got lunch. I got beer. Like, you got ice? Like, yeah, I got ice, Mike. You know, and like, <laughs> put these on ice for me. And like, dude, he'll sit, like, immediately just get in the boat and sit down. And you're like, I'm not even gonna tell this guy to stand up. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. this guy's just—he's doing what he's supposed <laughs> he to. He knows be doing, what's up. Man. Yeah, he's yeah. like, and he'll—he'll he'll give you shit all day. You know, like, and I mean, that's just who he is as yeah. a person. Like, and but he knows he can outfish most people on that river, and like, he just picks his battles. Yeah. Like, he's a perfect client because he does pick his battles. Where he's like, nah, I don't need to fish that. You know, like, this is shit water. Right. I'm not fishing that. Why? Well, like, you, you should. I mean, on the flats, it's even more impressive that cat. Like, you're sitting there, it's got a 40-mile-an-hour headwind, you can throw it 15 feet, and that dude's bombing 60-foot cast, perfect cast, at every tarpon permit bonefish you can imagine, just doesn't miss shots. Oh, he's all game, dude. Dude, he's, he's a, all game. He's a pro. <laughs> dude, and he'll see shit that, like, like you'll see a rise, and he's like, you see that? And I'm like, yeah, I saw it, dude. He's like, you want me to catch that fish? I'm like, yeah, catch that fish, yeah, dude. What, what are you doing? What are we doing? <laughs> and, dude, he'll put it right there and be like, boom, got him. Like, immediately, you're like, god damn, dude, like... This is this is impressive to watch. Well, all all last summer I was just rowing my little my little girl Shelby Page down the river. I'm like, man, I don't know anything about fishing. We catch like three fish a day, maybe. And I'm like, I don't even know how to fish the gunnison. I'm done with the gunnison. And then I took my brother Mike down, and they're just trashing fish. I'm like, all right, well, maybe I'm. I guess I know a little bit more. Than I it's funny because Mike will only bring his four weight when he comes and fishes with me. And like, he's like, rig it up. You know what I like? And I'm like, yeah, I'll rig up drives for you. And like, when it gets a little tough, I'm like, Mike, what do you want to do? He's like, man, I'd rather just like hang out than fish a freaking nymph rig. He hates I'm like, nymphing, yeah, I don't blame you. And he's like, you got a hopper dropper rigged? And I'm like, yeah, I got one rigged. And he's like, well, I'll try it. And like, dude, he'll just be like, thunk, thunk, thunk pull out a couple fish and he's like yeah i'm good yeah. like give me that dry fire take rod that back. off yeah he's like give <laughs> yeah. me that dry fire rod again. Snip. like all right like, you'd think he's jaded but he's not no he's just he knows what he likes yeah. you know and like that's that's exactly that's the person dude that's the client like, that's what you're looking for yeah right. for sure like, in a in, good in, in that's totally. perfect world he's totally, the right. he's the i've been everywhere man but he's also like the unicorn at times where you're like <laughs> oh my god i found you like i found the one you right. know and, and like tip good all yeah right. and he yeah. like he I mean, he tips straight up, like, here you go, like, and good tip, mm -hmm. and pays up front, like, here you are, and you're like, sweet, that was excellent. That's what like, you're looking for. Like, yeah, exactly. Like boss. If Everybody only. take notes now. Who's listening? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> As a client, yeah, take notes. I mean, that's the best way you can do it. Like, I mean, you keep your guide happy, you're happy, you know, like, and I mean, he brings people every time just to show them a good time, and like... Yeah, he catches some fish and then, you know, gets half cocked. And you know, that's like, another thing. Good. That's another thing you just mentioned. It's always awesome when, like, the clients bring in people and constantly introducing new clients that you can pick up. Yeah. You know, it's right. awesome. Just, you know, just bring in the stoke. Just yeah. bringing new guys in to be stoked to go fishing. Mike's always like that. Yeah. yeah. Same thing with James. You know, he brought James into the fold. Yeah. Now James in it. 
No, no dude, James, it. James is the man, you know, like it's hard to get James to do things at times, <laughs> but like James just has a good time. Just giggles the whole time. That's and, the like, thing. Laughs, like, right. Like, like he might not be doing what you're telling you, but he's not complaining. either. No, he doesn't. He's like, <laughs> yeah. whatever, dude, I had a good time. Right. Which yeah, is the other right. client, right? The guy that just like, he, he has no idea. He's oblivious to, you know, to anything you're saying, but dude, whatever. But he's, he's not going to say. Yeah. And kind of like back to what we were talking about, about, um, you know, like just listening to your guides. Sometimes, Sorry, sometimes people or expectations like guides or clients will roll in with, you know, and, and they'll be the dudes that are totally like that, that are like, hey, I don't really care to fish an end rig. Yeah. They'll get halfway through the day and tell you that. And then yeah. you're like, well, shit. She had told me that from the get-go. Yeah, and they're like, well, I'm just happy casting. We would have fished a lot well, differently. Hell, if you, man. If you would have been like, man, hey, like, I want a third job, we would have been fishing a lot different. I love when people just straight up from the day, like you're getting in the boat, and they're just like, hey, this is kind of what we're looking for in the day. Like, that's all sweet. Right. Yeah. You know, you can tailor your trip from there a little bit. But if you're going into it blind, like, well, I'm going to put you on numbers, right? If, yeah. you, if you're not going to tell me what you want to do. Yeah, you're fishing. Or guy. give me some sort of idea. Like, if it's a nymphrig season, you should <laughs> Nice you're gonna get like a nymph rig twang to that did you hear yeah. that you got a little little twang in your talk there you've been in texas yeah that's right <laughs> dude i love it down there i, 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 I might move there i i i, dude, I don't blame you <laughs> i came back up here and i saw the snow and the ice and i was like yeah <sighs> damn it we still got two more months yeah I mean, it's starting Stroll to melt out a little degrees. bit, but not much. We <laughs> no. still got some But, I mean, I just – I actually – I looked it up while we were talking here. Like, we're at 123% snowpack. You going to eat that? It went down Yeah, from what we had. Well, it got we've had, bad. Yeah, we've had a warm spell yeah. with no weather. I mean, CB's yeah. still getting annihilated. Yeah. Elks are still getting annihilated. The same ones great. are getting hammered. Yeah. Which is great. Right. It's uh, all water. It's still looking up. It's still looking above, like above average. It's year. above average. I mean, we've, yeah. we've already capped the last like five I years. I mean, we're already way above last year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Way like, above. Like right. two or three days ago, we were like above 19. And yeah. Now, right. and now we're like touching 19. Yeah. 19. Yeah. I mean, Pitkin, But like one more snowstorm right. and we're going to just go. Or one more drought and we're going to drop below average. Yeah. yeah. Like Pitkin right now, we're at like 95 percent so we're below really yeah, yeah. the elks really? are just getting annihilated though yeah they're get they're such a great winner for the elks which is good for mesa yeah 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 and I mean, like gonna get it yeah. Yeah. yeah we need it i mean like yeah it's it's hard looking at that reservoir yes it is it's but bad. i mean also like california's getting pounded with snow right now too and you're like great but yep. it's like well, I mean, that matters for us too, right? I mean, if less calls totally, downstream. Totally. I mean, less calls downstream if they're, I mean, dude, it's going to take a long yeah. You know, it's not like Blue Mason where they're like, oh, it's going to take five years but and I mean, it fills in a year. We've harped Mead's on, on, this, on this podcast right. before, you know, like we're, I mean, we've been in a drought, right? We've been in a drought the last 40 years, you know, like right. that's just the way Colorado is. Oh, like, can we, can we guess it? Can we guess CFS? Are you guys confident? I'm Ooh. down to do that. I'm down to do that. Are we guessing Upper Gunny? Yeah, upper gunny. Yeah, let's guess like upper peak gunny. flow. Mine's yeah, we'll, we'll guess off, white. We'll guess it. white water park peak flow. I don't think it's gonna hit five. It's not gonna hit. No, five. I, my guess is forty-two. Dang, dude, I was gonna say forty-two ninety. All right, well, take forty-two ninety. You fucking chump. Yeah, I was gonna take forty-two ninety. <laughs> I'll take forty-two. God, it's. But are we gonna guess when? Yeah, I, 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 that's I, where I think we should. That's where I struggle. You got to guess when. Well, we can have two separate bets. All right. Closest to date and closest like, to flow. <laughs> I like money. God damn. Stupid pin. Um, well, because what, what, what did it peak at last year? 
I can't remember. Thirty or th- um, low thirty or low threes. It yeah. Did. yeah, yeah, yeah. I we've done we part. we've done this before and then we never followed through with it. Yeah, like, we never saw what it was and how yeah. wrong I actually was. I'm saying I remember 42. that podcast. We're not gonna I see five grand. Yeah, though. you're There's saying no fo- just forty two flat. I'm gonna say forty two even. Forty two one. Uh, forty two even. My God, when? That's a hard one. That's that's the toughest part. I was gonna say forty two ninety. I'm sticking with it. Well, here's the thing. Like, I mean, you hit five grand. That's a giant year. Yeah. But also, like, we've seen big snow come in March and April. Yeah. And blow the river out where you're like, holy moly, did not expect this at all. And then we see freezes and it holds that snow. No doubt. We've also seen double peaks, though. We've seen seen it peak and then it's it's supposed to still be climbing and then it gets cold and then, you know, and that's... Absolutely. Takes it down quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, if I had to throw, you know... I'd say thirty nine. That's probably yeah, good. In the good first first week of June. I'm gonna go thirty eight. I'm just gonna stick to the low end. But it just depends on like what the East does and like what they do with the Taylor. You know, the Taylor's gonna be a big. Yeah, the Taylor's big, but I mean, they're gonna give it quick. I don't know. I think you're right though. First week of June for sure. Well, that's usually what, like when it happens. Year, it was like it was the first week or the last week of May. It was last year. Yeah, you know. So I think we got like another week because well, like June second, third, it was starting to come down. Yeah, and, and then like, the good oh, wow. fishing was by like the tenth right. or something yeah. like that. Well, you guys remember off. 2019? That insane spring we had. July fifth. Yeah. We saw five grand yeah. that summer. Yep. We July fifth, it opened up that's at Northbridge. It, yeah, that's when it started. And they let us start floating. Yep, that's right. Yeah. You know, and then Almont was like a week later. I mean, last year I I had some of the best days like up here, like June twenty second. Yeah, it was good. You know, where you're like, that's pretty rare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, where you see that. Um, but we were below average year, and then all of a sudden, come, you know, September, you're running one eighty CFS, <laughs> right. and you're like, geez, where did that water go? Like, I, dude, I was canceling trips. Like, people were trying to book, and I'm like, we can't float. We can go walk. Like, right. and. Unless, like, I won't lie. Like, I had people call me, like, it's just me. I'm like, yeah, I'll take you. Yeah. But, like, two people, it just doesn't work. Right. Like, if you're trying to float low, low water like that, it just doesn't work I mean, that only well. the front of the boat gets a shot. Exactly. And by the, by no the time the boat's going by yeah. them, they're gone. Yeah. yeah. And you got to be able to Mike McVeigh their ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do. I mean, you're just scattering fish. Dude. Yeah. It's, it was, I mean, it's fun to watch, but just like. Yeah. <laughs> Here goes my fish. Right, exactly. There goes all your fish. <laughs> it's tough, man. Like, you just can't do it. Well, I mean, but we're seeing more and more of that. We're like, come August, we're seeing three. 300 you know 280 and like you know how many boats are on the water right speaking of i forgot to write this down but i'll talk about it um i don't know how much you can talk about it okay but gold medal status gunnison river was just designated gold medal you know, status. here's the thing um <laughs> Very well video. The video was done super nice. Um, I, do you want me to go off on the video? <laughs> uh, you can. The video. Hey, I'm just here. You can rip whatever you I'll want. I'll go off on the video. I don't rip. I work for Colorado Parks. And I, that's I why not. I said you can't. <laughs> I, I don't know box. how much you can talk about it. Uh, here's the thing with that. I mean, do you really think that the Gunnison and the Taylors can get used up that much more because of that status? I mean, it's such a trafficked river well, already. Here, here's the thing. And I talked to multiple people about it. 
Whereas like, what do you think? You know, like, what do you think about it becoming gold medal? Here's the thing about the upper Gunnison river becoming, it just was designated in the last month gold or literally month yeah. and a half or something gold medal. Um, and I haven't looked it up recently. What actually, you probably know what classifies a gold medal stream. Um, I can't tell you exactly, but it, yeah, everyone but knows. Didn't it used to be like 2,500 so, fish per square mile? So or that's what my like question that. is. They changed the parameters they for did, that. They did change the parameters. Right. I don't know exactly what the parameter, the new parameters are. It was like, dude, it's on the video, and it was like 12 fish over 14 inches. Right. Yeah, in a mile or in something. In a mile. What? Yeah. You, I, th- I thought it used to go by pound because well, the gorge has always I, been. Uh, so I thought it was pounds like, per mile. It is. It is. So okay. got, there's two. There's fish per per river mile, and it might even change. That might even be different. It might be some acreage now, but it's so it's you have to meet both criteria. You have to meet weight weight class and number. Okay. Yeah, and I can't. I don't know off the top of my head exactly what that is. But so they're you also have one of those, right? Not it, and and to get that delineation right, they're doing with electron with with electricity. So yeah. that's how they're, they're shocking. Fine. Yeah, they're right. shocking. But, and they're okay. surveying like a X so, amount and then multiplying. Yeah, it. and they have to work beats. You know, they're not doing a whole. Going back to right. what you exactly. said, like, is that really going to change things? Right. But here's the thing: we've held off for so long, and CPW standpoint on it was we're going to hold off. Because we don't want it to be so trafficked. Mm-hmm. And now that it is trafficked, they decide that they want it and they don't think it's going to change anything up here. Uh, they don't think there's going to be any more traffic. Because, I mean, some people are gold medal, like, oh, I'm going to gold medal. I mean, I can't tell you uh, because I don't know, not because I can't tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, as, I'm asking your standpoint as uh, a citizen. The logic, <laughs> the logic is uh, befuddling to me. I don't know. I don't know what the logic behind classifying gold medal water is. Well, here's here's what I can is say. It a, like, is it a slap on the back for the state? I don't know. They don't need to come. And, yeah, I'll talk about Car- Colorado Parks and Wildlife openly because I don't give a shit. They, they don't need to come and yell at me and tell me that <laughs> there's too many commercial boats on the water and then designate it gold medal and expect it not to be busier. 100%. That's what I'm saying. I, I agree. Huh? I didn't like, realize that yeah. was going on. It's not. It's not gonna. It doesn't work that way. Right. You can't yell at me and be like, "There's too many boats on the water," and then be like, "Hey, we're gonna designate gold medal. We expect less to be on the water because right. we did that." Right. Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me at all. Right. Yeah. I don't know why they decide to delineate gold medal water all of a sudden when there's a lot of gold medal fisheries out there that they haven't labeled. And I can tell you a lot about And that's what I thought we were trying to do here is not of, label it. Right. And I can tell you a lot of biologists do. Uh, there's just a lot of pressure from above um, to do that. Uh, a lot of biologists. It makes Colorado Parks and Wildlife look good. Um, yeah. Because they're to. doing work. Right. In quotations. I'm it, saying that in quotations. Right. They're doing work. It says something about like they were able to maintain this fishery for this long to make it such a good fishery, gold but medal. It, here's, right? here's the but problem But I can tell I you have. a lot of biologists. Definitely don't. You like that Obama move yeah. I just did on you? Here's the problem I have. <laughs> yeah. The thumb point. Yeah, Let like, me tell you. <laughs> here's the problem I have. Is the video you watch is they designated a quarter mile of the Taylor, mm-hmm. just the catch and release, mm-hmm. which is it's been gold medal yeah. since it existed. Give it to them. Yeah, just give yeah. it to them. It's been, it's been gold medal. Right. They designated a quarter mile of the Taylor and then – 11 miles of the Gunnison from, or wait, more than that. It was um, Allmont down to Twin Bridges. Um, so it would be 15 or 16 miles, something yep. like that. Yep. Um, 
all that video shows is fish caught or shocked out of the Taylor catch and release. And so they're showing these giant rainbow trout and brown trout being picked up after they've been shocked totally true. out of the catch and release. And so it's giving the Gunnison like, oh my God, the Gunnison. There's these giant fish all the time in the Gunnison. And this is what we're finding. It's, it's not true. Oh, that's not what you guys find? Yeah. I mean, I find them. <laughs> I find it, it's, it's becoming more rare these days. Yeah. Where no we used to have big fish in this river. And, like, I mean, yes, there was times where fish were pellet fed, and there's still times that they are pellet no fed. Doubt. And there's pellet fed fish that are in this river, no doubt. It's not like other rivers where they're pellet fed nonstop and there's just giant tanker rainbows all the time. But you can still find occasionally, you know, 24 inch brown or something like that right. in this river. Well, but you got to know. I feel like, like there's where a lot at. more to it too. Cause like you got to think about, okay, t- time that they're the dates that they're shocking and, and doing these surveys. Like, you know, there's certain times of the season when you get a lot of lake run fish coming up. Yeah. Right. And that may be, but, that, okay. that's specific to maybe, you know, I, I'll go on that here in a minute. And, Sorry. Yeah, well, and I can ahead. tell you about that too. Uh, they can only shock the river when they can access the fish. Obviously, so it's got to be low enough. We're not sampling water when it's at runoff. No, it's got to be <laughs> right low enough. Yeah, absolutely. You're gonna have zero success sampling right. that river, right? Um, so yeah, they they but they don't do it during spawn stuff like that. It's just silly. wait till like August, you right. know, yeah. and then they're like, yeah, we can walk the river right. and shock. And they're also doing it when they know right. we're not gonna harm fish, right? Yeah. We're not, you know, it's not like hoot owl shocking, you know. Yeah. Uh, if the river's too low, we're gonna we're we're where harm's gonna be done to fish. And I say we as the division. I'm not a I'm not a fish biologist. I work for i do right. fish culture right um there we're not shocking during times where fish are going to get harmed or stressed out right high temps low water type exactly. of situations no that's just that's silly the biologists know what they're doing right but um, i mean like so i guess a question here is so they designate allmont to twin bridges but does that could that you know have some discrepancies in different parts of the year where fish are dropping down lower or coming up hundred percent. Um, mean, yeah. Cause they can only work beats, right? You can't shock the whole river. Uh, right. Do yeah, you yeah. want to. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, so yeah, they're just I've working. I've seen them try. <laughs> they're just but, working beats. <laughs> so, but obviously, I mean, they'd have, they have to run a beat down Cooper's never sink area as well. Right. And that's, and, and, and that's when that they doesn't, fish. that falls, that <laughs> falls too hot below. <laughs> it is hot down there. It's like your too hot. gold medal or whatever. Right. Um, yeah, but so that's why that interesting. So like, here's you... the thing. Like there's probably more fish per square mile from twin bridges to the lake than there is up front. You think around. so? Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't have any. Well, inside. okay. Here's the thing that depends well. on the year. I just think it's crazy. Yeah, it depends, depends, on, I think it depends on, the on the level of the lake, but also there's private stocking that goes on between Allmont and twin bridges. Yes. There's private stocking that happens. Yes. So. How does this designate, like where CPW has nothing to do with the private stocking, how are they counting, like, how can you count those fish? That's all private stocking. Yeah. Like, you can't be like, hey, this is the Gunnison River, because if those if those ranches did not stock, those fish would not be there. Right. Well, I mean, I can just tell you mathematically they take an average. That's all there is to it. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm not, like, trying to grill you. I'm just, right. like, I'm, I'm, I'm confused by the whole situation, and I'm, like, I, I don't understand because, right. like, you know, like I said, there's ranches that are stocking right and cpw is going yeah that's a win for us well i'll tell you right you know, now like it's like no it's if, not if tomorrow they promoted me to uh, head of leadership 
gold medal status would be basically revoked from Colorado. I'd do away with it. I don't like it, but I'm a fisherman. I don't, you know, I, I, they, these guys look at fishing different than we look at fishing. They look at numbers. They yeah. look at quality water. They look at different things where we're just looking at like quality fish, quality experience. You know, we look at things a little different than they do. Well, and the thing is like, so they're, they're going in depth water chemistry. They're bean counters, man. Yeah. That's it. I guess so. It, like kind of grinds me is like no one was talked to about this. Yeah. No outfitters were reached out to like, Hey, this is what we're planning on doing. Like, what do you guys think about this? What do you like? This is what we're going to do. Like this, like, right. No one was talked to. Right. And it doesn't it like, I was always under the impression I could be completely wrong here, but I was under, under the impression that it wasn't necessarily up to CPW to designate it. I mean, they did designate it. They did, but I'm saying like, did they have to designate? Wasn't it, isn't it like, doesn't it have to be like a standpoint within like the county or like it resides? I, like I said, I could be completely wrong. Um, at this point, I think you're talking about my pay grade. (laughs) I'm just a lowly servant for the system. But wasn't it always like, Hey, we're going to take like a vote on this. Should this be gold medal or not? It is gold medal, but we're not classifying it. That's how I always took it. And like I said, I could be completely I wrong. mean, I can tell you, I doubt that the vote would ever be taken up with like a round table scenario. Okay. And that's obvious reasons too. Again, Cause nobody would agree, wrong, right? But, nobody would agree on that. Right. No. Um, look at, you know, look at Lake Trout Fishermen. Yeah. People are going to have people their own interests at that point you know? too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no one ever sees the eye to eye. I find it interesting that you say, like, I mean, there's known waters that are probably of standard of gold medal that they haven't designated it as. Oh, there's, 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 Is, I mean, you know. Could that, yeah, right. But could that be t- t- to some degree, like, we haven't studied it enough in the, in the last few years? Or is that kind of like more outside pressure, re- not related to the actual, like, studies done on the right. water? Right. No, I can tell you, these guys know everything. All the water. Uh, I mean, they have data I can't even access. Uh, there's data on everything. Right. Uh, it where cutthroat are, where rainbows are. I mean, there's there's data. There's plenty of data. Um, and I hope I don't get in trouble for this, but uh, a lot of the times it's just biologists do fight to not have their waters um, classified as gold medal. Um, it's definitely definitely the case. Be, um, like. You, you might not be able to answer it, but, like, because of, like, bringing popularity to it or... I mean, I would say use your best judgment if you're a biologist. How would you feel? Okay. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, I mean, so, it's, yeah, it's just, like, keeping, you know... Right. Yeah. I mean... Well, it's a lot of... I mean, a lot of... Bi- I feel like a lot of the fish biologists come from backgrounds as we do. You know? Oh, yeah. I went to school for two years for it and, and changed gears, but, I mean, everyone that was right there with me you know, wanting to do fisheries biologist was an angler. Right. And I, and I can tell you, I mean, and not all of them are anglers. A lot of them are. Um, but I mean, you, you, you talk about like your Eric Gardunio, uh, that dude is a fisherman. Yeah. He can fish. That yeah. cat rips lips, man. Yeah, Eric's um, a great dude. Too. Whereas Dan Brown's not a huge fisherman. Um, but he knows more about fish than any human being I've ever talked to. Uh, so, I mean, these guys do care about the fishery and they definitely, they definitely fight for the fish and the fishery. Uh, and that's all I'll say. I'm not going to say whether they're just like, whether they want gold medal status or not. That's not my place to tell. Um, but these guys do fight for the fishery. They do care about the fishery. Um, they're more bean counters than we are. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, and I can't, I can't speak to every biologist, but the guys right. I know, yeah, 
for sure. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I have another question, actually, yeah. since we're getting into it. Uh, are they gonna close Northbridge? Hmm. Man. I'm gonna be curious okay. if we're, they close. We're gonna Northbridge. transition into some other stuff here after this because this is a perfect transition. Um, technically, they can't. So. Because it's Brennan, county. Brennan, it's owned, it's owned right. by CDOT. Brennan and Pete, you guys oh. are new. We're all about trying to make a, a good, clean, fluid segue. It's really hard to do. The camera's yeah. getting pretty good. I'm yeah. It's hard but to do. It, here, okay, so here's the thing. That's a, It's a state highway. Yep. So technically, from what I know, it's hard to find online or anywhere else. Mm-hmm. But from what I know is that given that it's a state highway or a county road, you have... 15 feet on either side of that road. That's public. Absolutely. Okay. As the riverbank. So any, like you could talk about even like Rocky river, um, Mm -hmm. bridge, right? You have 15 feet on either side of that bridge to park a boat because it's a County road. Mm -hmm. So that's public access. Um, same with Northbridge. That is state land. It's owned by CDOT because it is state highway. It's owned by CDOT. So we have public access on either side of that highway for 15 feet, um, as far as I know. And again, could uh, be could my be re- wrong. My research has shown the same. Yes. So technically, they can't take that away from anyone. They could definitely block off the parking lot, but they can't make it private or anything like that. The county can't. The city can't. Yes. City can't. So they no cannot can. put boulders and keep us They've from talked about it, but here... here okay. 15 feet off okay. the highway. Well, let's... Bridge. Or let's, just blocking access, period. Let's get into, like, what is actually going on here. So, we have a put-in in Gunnison that has been, basically, the county has been... Um, can't even think of the word right now. The county has been taking care of it. Um, with a porta potty and some trash cans, not a dumpster or anything like that. Some shitty plastic <laughs> trash cans that raccoons get into all the time. Um, and but an easy, in an even grosser porta toilet. It's pretty bad porta potty, <laughs> which I believe is your favorite. Um, it is one of my favorites. I got a new one, but I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> I don't need anyone. You gave up all your spots. <laughs> yeah. Um, but basically, it's been public because that's been the only put in in the middle stretch of the Upper Gunnison, um, and it's a it's not big, but it's the only public area where people can drop a boat in. And that's where the state wildlife area starts, technically. Right. Vantile State Wildlife Area or Gunnison State Wildlife Area starts right. there. So, again, state owned, that's a state easement. Right. Apparently. I that's think a state so. easement. Well, and CDOT owns that CDOT owns stretch, it. right? They own that. They own that parcel right there. Yeah. So, the county went around kind of in a roundabout way did a little bit of public forum and said this is what we're going to do we're going to we just bought a parcel we're looking for grants we're looking for money to build a new put-in and we're going to make this the new Northbridge public put-in and then they come out and go hey we're going to charge everybody which is fine great great you should People yeah. should be charged to put a boat in and park a vehicle there. Like public land should be paid for. Love to pay. I, for it. Yeah. I believe so. I'm fully I mean, look, about it. 100%. Look at the Arkansas. Exactly. Yeah. 
we and we've had this conversation, yes. Brendan and I, and like I probably we've all had this conversation. But yeah, you can go to the Arkansas River near Salida, all the way from BV down to almost Canyon City. Right. If you want to park a vehicle there, you got to pay eight bucks yep. or ten bucks now or whatever it is. You got to pay to park a vehicle there for the day. That's great. That's all said and well. Fantastic. I believe I believe it should happen, but. They did all this without talking to really anybody about how they were going to do it. And they basically had these plans to do this put in without asking anybody, without confronting or talking to anybody, any outfitters, anyone. And they built this thing and it's not bad. Like it works. You know, it'll be interesting to see when it gets real busy. I hate it. There's tons of parking, but it's hard to like if there's multiple boats the it's hard sucks. to drop a boat yes the flow of the put in is not sucks. and also no one listens to like hey you need to like set your boat up before you go and drop your boat mm-hmm. you know like all the basic put in rules like don't do this don't do that like get your boat ready before you go to drop right. your boat blah, so you blah, get blah. dudes tinkering around while they're in the launch yeah, exactly but then they come out and they go hey we're going to charge outfitters $500 a year to put in here we're like, whoa, 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 like, no, like that's not, that's not, oh, jeez. <laughs> Wayland's mad. Um, that's not a thing, you know, and they're like, we're going to close down the original North Bridge, and this is the only put-in you can use. And it's like, well, you technically can't close down the original North Bridge. Yeah. That's owned by CDOT. You can't do that. And there's multiple areas, not going to say where, on the Arkansas that are CDOT put-ins and takeouts mm-hmm. that you can use. But you don't have to pay. That you don't have to pay. Well, the pay, the thing with me, and maybe you can tell me different, but the way I see it with the pay thing is like, if you're going to be charged $8 a day to use a put-in or to park a vehicle, then it needs to be maintained. It is. It's very right. maintained. So it's a, isn't it, it's like, a hey, conservation area, right? Or what is it? It's a, um, I, I can't re- exactly remember wait, what they deemed it. But. we got a dog running around underneath us. That's causing all kinds of ruckus. That's all the noise going on right now. Um, it's I, it's not a – what is it? It's um, not a conservation area um, on the Arkansas. Like all that whole stretch – why and CPW manages it. We're missing Ryan. And it's like a hundred. Uh, it's a hundred twenty-seven miles of river that they manage. Do you know what I'm? Is it an easement? Ryan, uh, you know what I'm talking about? The Arkansas River, like all of that. So they're managing it, but it's uh, owned differently. No, so it's like, it's not a. What what is that like over like Salida Salida East like is that all is that all conservation area or what is that I can't remember exactly what it's called I don't know its designation off the top of my head and I, if you ask me like because you can hours you ago, can buy a yearly permit yeah. for it yeah you can and park there yearly right. and every single one of those put ins every single all along the Arkansas River you can go and if you buy the permit you right. can park at any one of those yearly and it's like a I mean, I'm not just going to throw numbers out there, but you can pay a certain amount. I think it's and $8. Park it. No, no, yearly. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Um, but it's it's basically like it's all inclusive. So if you buy the permit, you can go to any one of these spots and park. Um, and it's CPW manages it most of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're the ones who are coming and talking to you for the most right. part. Um, but the problem up here is that we have Almont is National Forest. Okay. Our put in at Almont is National Forest. Then we go down to Northbridge, which is owned by CDOT. 
And then right below Northbridge is SWA, state land. And then once you get below that to a certain point, who knows who owns it. Right. And technically, if you look on Onyx, the middle of the river is public. The banks are owned privately, but you could technically anchor in the middle of the river. And then, oh, we're going to transition so well. Here. <laughs> this, is, this is already looking this like is, a fantastic segue. And then <laughs> once you get down to like Twin Bridges below Twin Bridges, I think the city owns the water park. Then once you get below the water park, it's all private. Then once you get to McCabe's, that's all federal. Right. So we have four different that, entities, four different entities trying to manage this section of river. Right. That no one knows what the hell is going on. That's right. why National Forest, Almont, like, it's free game. You never see a National Forest officer at Almont trying to do anything. You see CPW up there checking fishing licenses it, and whatever. Because certain people only have jurisdiction at certain spots. That's probably right? why it also makes it impossible to get a, a guide permit to do it. So <laughs> but, here's my question. Is the 500 is the option? So you either pay your your eight or whatever your daily fee is for parking, or an outfitter can spend 500. Yeah, right. So is there an option for that? So they like, haven't even they didn't outfitter, even address it that last year. They didn't even address it. it so they were, like no matter what, outfitters have to pay that fee. They were no. That they were saying ridiculous. that if you want a parking spot, um, then you have to pay the fee. Because uh, I mean, I could outfitter. see how it'd be cost efficient. And for if some you want to put like, in there as an outfitter you need to pay, like, this is the amount you need to pay as an outfitter to be able to put in here and park a vehicle here. What do my clients have to do? Do they have to pay every time two? If my client, what, let's say I put in there and my client parks there, do they have to pay the fee as well? I don't know. And they're setting up, like, yeah. a little fee station, like a, I see a that fee automated station. fee station. I saw that they had like, that set up now. How is this going to work? Right. And they're like, well, we're going to have like an officer, like a marshal there, basically like they want like a camp host controlling this put in. <laughs> and it's like, do you understand when all of us come late August and we're dropping boats in, do you think we want to deal with a camp host? Right. No. Like yelling at us. Like you can't be doing that. And be like, Hey, go who, fuck yourself. Who yeah. wants to actually, I can do whatever I want. want. Who wants to do the camp land. host at the best of times? Like, I don't, I don't want to talk Okay. So, it, it's very confusing to me how this is all going to play out. And we, like I said, we have four different entities trying to manage this river. Right. And so each put in you go to, you have to deal with a different entity. Right. You know, you got CPW trying to take 5% of your earnings to float from twin bridges down. And then you have the county trying to take $500 for you just to park a vehicle. Right. And then you have National Forest trying to take money from you just to put in at Allmont. And then you have Kirkani taking money from you to put in at McCabe's. And so basically you're, you're, I mean, I know this now as an outfitter that you're being charged up to thousand bucks or more, $1,500 just to drop a boat in the river at any point on this river. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm just, a, I'm on the private sector just like hoping that they don't close Northbridge because, because it's going to make a really congested put in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, Dude, just that's drop gnarly. your boat and drag it. Also, like, I'll pay. Mile. Also, pay five hundred dollars, but let us put. At, give us a boat ramp that'll put five boats in. I mean, you <laughs> right, can. That's you the can. Thing. That's you can fit paying, thirty boats in that put in. Yeah, in that eddy. Yeah, it's a you, great eddy. You Fantastic can only, eddy. You can. It's a great <laughs> eddy. You can only drop two boats at a time. Yeah. If 
and if, on and if people do know it right. what they know exactly yeah. um and if people know how to back in a trailer there's actually yeah and now everyone's putting in on a bend like you have to put in on a bend there's gonna be so many people showing well, you have to pull forward, oh, yeah, and then you yeah, have to yeah, put yeah. your boat yeah. in on a bend. Yeah. And, I mean, you guys saw with COVID, everyone went and bought a boat. Yeah. And so now you have all these boners trying to back the trailer and don't know how to. And they're doing it on a bend on a boat ramp that can only hold, that can basically only back down two trailers. Yeah. It's pretty frustrating. So you have... And, and the concrete barely, like, yeah. I, when I was putting a boat in there at the time, I had a very small truck. And like it was very tough to squeeze it in next to somebody else. Yeah, if they don't, especially if they like don't you're put talking their boat like in right, maybe three right. feet yeah. at the most. It's there's tight. there's hardly any turnaround room. There's nothing going no. on. And then you have to wait and for again, the next guy to go forward. Again, or you county, can't get out. The county, or is it the city or the county? Is it's running. It's this. I, it's the city of Gunnison that bought the property that yeah. that has that. And so that's another thing I'm annoyed with is that the money literally just goes into maintaining that spot. It doesn't even go into river. It doesn't go into conservation. It doesn't go into anything. It just literally goes into the county of Gunnison's coffers. That's it, which is fine, but do it right. Why Why is it about, why do they put two eddies and... Yeah, there's two eddies there's, and only one put there's in. There's two eddies, one put in, and that put in can only Do they expect people to cycle down and sit in the lower eddy and wait for people to walk down there? I'm pretty frustrated like, yeah, I, I don't know what that lower eddy's for. Like, <laughs> I it's there. You know what would be curious? No one's ever in it. If we not had, practical. If we had five grand and how big of a wave that thing's going to create... Yes. <laughs> those big, giant rock oh outcroppings... Gosh. If we had five grand one year, yeah. or the gravel bar, like you have that big rock and right. the gravel bar on the yeah. left, it's gonna erode the left yeah. really bad. It's gonna like, erode that whole ditch that's yeah. irrigation. Yep. Like no one thought about any of this. Yeah. We'll see. And this is what I'm saying. Like we have four different entities trying to manage this river, and like there's other people that are are lucky that there's only one entity entity trying to run the river that's trying to take away their rights and, and we have four entities trying to take away our rights right. and not even to mention like when they put in that boat ramp like what they did to the stream bed yeah that will affect the river down the road f for years yeah. and, and I've talked to people with cpw that don't see it affecting the river for years but like it's like we float the river all the time yeah we see what happens they check up on it and it's like i, str I struggle with that where like there's people who are on the water you know 200 250 days out of the year where there's one no offense to cpw or anything None well actually taken. all offense to cpw <laughs> yeah. but there's one person who goes out once a year and is like river's great river's right. doing well right you know and you're like no it's not right you know like you don't see it as many days as i see it you don't see what's happening you don't see water temps you don't see this you don't see that you don't see the algae in the river like you go out once a year and you check it and you're like everything's great yeah. You know, maybe they're doing other stuff. Well, I mean, you, I mean, and you guys like what they did at McCabe's too, or not at McCabe's, sorry, but uh, at Ventile Stretch, right? Hate it. 
You don't like it. Hate no. it. Oh, because you they were... ruined they ruined the entire section. Oh, because I thought you were happy with the no. sack. Oh, okay. They ruined the entire section no. of river. Yeah, okay. an excavator and in the river. And like, I, I well, get that, that they're trying to make more yeah. wintering holes. Like they're like, hey, salmon this, hotel. Yeah, the salmon hotel's yeah. gone, <laughs> dude. It's gone. I mean, there's gonna be yeah, there's gonna be fish that stack in there. It's a lot deeper than it was. Yeah. It's a lot more. I, I guess it's it's more managed to the point where like fish can hold in those areas. It's and also, I have seen wintering fish yeah. in there already. It's also more aesthetically pleasing not having rebar sticking out D- too. Definitely. Right. Look, I'm not saying they did everything wrong, but what right. happens is, is when you go in, and I mean we've talked about this on this podcast for a long time, is a natural mosaic. You know, mm-hmm. a natural river mosaic is letting the river do its thing. And like I get we need to manage our banks and people have water rights and we need to manage those so that we don't have floods and people are getting too much water or right. whatever. Or right. they need this certain amount of water. And I actually went to a water meeting last night and it was all about ag. But I was like, I'm curious as to what's going on with the water. No you know, like what's happening? Yeah. Like, where is it going? What are people doing? Like, more and more how are we managing like the um like the quality of water that's coming out of the fields and what can we do for that and it was was pretty interesting but i mean what you do when you like yeah you can create some fish habitat for sure but it's not natural habitat and these fish like fish need natural habitat and yeah it might take 15 years before it actually becomes more natural you know but all the willows are gone. Every little piece of vegetation on that section of the river is gone. And yeah, there's fish in there holding down deep. Right. But there's nothing for bugs. There's nothing for anything to inhabit the area. And they've done that along the river where like a great section of river is just destroyed. Right. Because they come in, they're like, hey, we're going to lay a bunch of rocks in here. We're going to bring an excavator in and we're going to ruin seven years of bug life just to do this, to lay some rocks where some cer- certain stoneflies need seven years before they actually hatch. Certain caddis need, you know, three to four years before they hatch or whatever. And they come in with an excavator and dig up all that bug life and expect everything to be okay afterwards because now we've created fish habitat. Right. But you've destroyed bug habitat. Well, right. It's the same thing with the vegetation on banks. And exactly. Road, and, like, taking that out. Yeah. Yeah, you take the same thing. I mean, point blank period. You take the vegetation, you're going to lose bug life. That's just point blank. And then you're going to lose fish life. Absolutely. So what's the point of making fish habitat when you ruin all the bug life? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know what their argument is. Maybe they're playing a long game. Again, I'm not attacking you. I'm just like, I'm just saying it as a bold statement. I can run an excavator, but I wasn't in there. (laughs) What's your problem, dude? I can't believe you do this. You know, like, I can't believe you're doing this to our rivers. No, it's, it's just like, I mean, just the thought process with these things. Like, again, I'm not a biologist. I have no idea, but I also know about, bugs and fish like i i you could say like i'm a part-time biologist part-time entomologist you know like absolutely all these things but like seeing all these things go down you're like well this makes no sense to me you know like and you try to question it where you're like hey tell me like what your thought process is here and there's not much right right yeah you know it's more like oh well we created great fish habitat like well there's no bug habitat however yeah like you know, you float the upper, and, like, we we have great drakes, right? Like, drakes are kind of what bring people here. And, like, the sections that have been worked on, like, you can be floating and have drakes everywhere, and then you'll hit that one section. You get a lull. And they're just, like, you'll see a few, 
but they're kind of gone. Yeah. And and with like like if the bugs leave, the fish leave. For sure. And you're just bottlenecking fish into certain sections. Well, and we can that, talk historically about like all the tributaries coming into the valley mm-hmm. with Savoia, Lake Fork, West Elk Creek, like all these areas coming in, all of those areas have salmon fly hatches. Yep. But yeah, we don't. Exactly. But the main Gunnison does not have one. Yeah. I mean, and, and that tri- all started in 1964, 65. Yeah. Right. But it doesn't help like working, you know, like the, it, I think it's a big picture thing. It's not just CPW. It's not just the, the bank structure. It's, it's everyone. It's right. ag. It's us. It's, um, private I mean, property it's owners. private property owners. Yeah. It's, it's everything. Like everyone has to come together to be like, and I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm saying this from a guide perspective, but like in the long run, we're not going to have much. Right. If we don't take care of it. No, and no. that's what I'm seeing from being here for 14 years and but, guiding for the last but the 13 or 12 up here. But the Gunnison's gold medal, man. And now it's gold uh, medal. Uh, yeah, you know what? I did better, see. Right? I, so saw salmon, I saw a salmon fly up here this year. Really? In the stretch that was most natural of all time. Yeah. When the river got so low, we could float all the way down below Lake City Bridge. I saw a salmon fly in August flying up the river and i stopped boat and i was having a full-on freak out like hunter pearson style dude. I, was <laughs> like, I was like oh my god i was like it's a freaking fly flying up the river like is anybody seeing this i've like, still never full seen on one freak out wow. and i was like holy shit like they they do exist you know it can exist right. it can happen i mean there's we had kevin alexander on the podcast like you were on that podcast mm-hmm. and he talked about it and tried putting salmon flies in the river and he goes we we don't have it like whatever it is we don't have it right yeah it's like well they were willows. here hit, hit. you don't have willows exactly they're yeah. here and we don't have box elders and we don't have yeah. like things that were naturally here the box elders are huge you know like we don't have things that were naturally here and like you can float the river and watch people just lop their willows down as you're floating the river and mm-hmm. you're like what the fuck are you doing so they can see their their the river and they're like the well we're trying to make a path to go fish and you're like well you're ruining the fishing in front of your house you <laughs> dump Oh, you can some, say fuck, I believe, on you your podcast. Fuck. Get some cat food. Get some cat food. Get rid of them willows. That's that's the MO these days. It, but <laughs> like it, it's it's Yeah, mo- you don't need willows okay. if you're gonna feed them. <laughs> but this is this is the col- this is the Colorado mindset. That we own the river. Not we as the public. Right. The public does not own the river we at all. We don't private cheat. property owners own the river. Yeah. Okay. And there's public lands you gotta pay to drop anchor on the Gunnison, correct? I, I have to pay. Right. Yeah. Outfitters. I, I have to I have to give five percent of my earnings to CPW for right. that. Well so isn't there I heard there's a section Yes, of I state told land. you this, yeah. That you have to? Did you tell me? Or I think, Wait, go ahead. I maybe so. There's a section of public land, in some sense. I don't know what it is, completely what it's designated as. But I've heard that there's a certain section that you have to pay a fee if you drop your anchor on yes. that property. This is what I was told. Now Outfitters is, is, only. Just to clarify, is that per drop? That's that's <laughs> what I've heard. No, so from what I've heard. So that, here's the thing. This is what yeah. I was told. This is new to me. I'm curious. Now. So the state wildlife area here in Gunnison. This is the third year or second year, third year they're implementing this mm-hmm. for outfitters. That and they, what I was told, I won't say who by, 
but it was someone very high up in CPW in Gunnison County who told me that now there's a state wildlife fee for outfitters. You float the river through that section, and if you touch any part of public land through that section, you have to get a permit for that. And you have to apply for the permit and pay for the permit. And then you have to give them 5% of your earnings for floating through that section. Every time? Every year. Every, every year. So you have, to, you have to give them a log every month how many times you floated through that section. And they will calculate and you have to tell them how much money you charge. And they will calculate how much you owe them per month for floating through that section. But I was told... Again, by very high up in CPW, that if I did not anchor, technically I don't need a permit. And I asked, I go, how do you know if I anchor or not? They don't. They don't. They have no and idea. he goes, well, we got game cameras set up along the way. And then he proceeded to tell me, well, we can't actually tell from the game cameras <laughs> who, who, you are. who you are. Right. And I go, and I asked straight up. When this was happening, the first year this happened, I go, so what's the point of me buying a permit? And then what did he say? He goes, well, uh-huh. you're supporting CPW. And I go, of course I am. Of course, I'm supporting CPW. Hey, guys, I got a, I got a kid and another one coming, so... I support you. Oh, man. <laughs> I gotta get paid, <laughs> But that's bullshit. So if, you yeah, make, but- so if you make $5 million a year like you guys... Do right mm-hmm. floating. Mm-hmm. I mean, roughly, yeah, give or take. <laughs> I mean, what? Who cares? <laughs> but I mean, dude, they sit you down. I had never at the that. end of the year, yeah, and you crazy. have a sit down with them, and you have to show them your river logs, right? And show them how much money you earned huh. through that section of river. If you have the permit, if you pay for the permit, the permit's granted. It's only a hundred bucks just to get the permit, right? If you don't make a hundred bucks, then you don't have to pay anything. Right. So, like, technically, you'd be like, oh, they're all donation trips. You know? Like, <laughs> well, yeah. So, like, you know, it wasn't a big deal. People donated money to I me. I float pro bono. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, they just gave me a tip. You know, it was a $500 tip. No big deal. But they sit you down at the end of the year and go, this is how much you owe us. And they and I had to fill out a questionnaire this year. Oh, my gosh. I'm about to, I'm about to go off. Are we segueing? Like, I, I was planning on it, but it's not happening now. Like I mean, we, uh, like I said, we try, we can't, but we, we never yeah. do. But so, like, and I when we do make a great segue, we uh, we hoot and holler about it. So you're it. telling me the opportunity has passed this by? Uh, we might be able to try again here. Well, so like, this wasn't my idea, but I heard this from another guide on the Upper Gunny who's been around for a long time. Like, if you're floating from Almont to Twin Bridges and that CPW policy is in place, once you hit Twin Bridges, the rest of your trip's complimentary. There you go. So everything <laughs> above that, everything above that you're, good you're charging them for. That's a good move. And then I'm going to charge from Shady Island to Twin Bridges. No, Sh- every- Shady Island and Northbridge. Yeah, Shady right. Island. And then, every- yeah, that's and then I mean. everything Shady from Shady to Twin is just complimentary. Can we change that's the name? Can we change the name so, Shady yeah, to... So, like... It's pretty Shady. Does right. that yeah. fly? 
Is there a loophole in the system? I'm not getting paid after that. Right? You know, my insurance I charge from floating to here to here. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Like, that's, that's a good point to bring up. But, like, here, the problem is, like, you need to come to CPW with these things. And I had multiple things this year already getting my permit where I was like, this is, like, what the the hell's going on here like what are we doing here yeah i didn't even i didn't even get my permit issued last year they never even gave me my paperwork and they're like we want your money and i was like i never even got paperwork yeah why what am are you i talking paying? about yeah why should i pay that was your them? job to get me paperwork yeah. and they're like well you got to pay again this year i'm like for what you didn't like you i didn't, didn't even get a permit i didn't even know dude it's wild man that's like, crazy it's wild it's very uh unstructured and unorganized up here for sure and it's like i I don't i i know we're like we're talking off the cuff here you know but like i don't want to like say people shouldn't come up here and fish because people should but like it's awesome yeah but there's things that we deal with internally that people don't see and clients don't see and other fishermen don't see or fishermen or whatever there's a lot of logistics that you wouldn't think of that where okay let's try the segue we can try the segue again we're like so again i said that this this is managed by four different entities for the most part Mm -hmm. it's not state it's not all state regulated there's federal land there's state land there's county city whatever um where other states are all state owned um or federally managed right like montana New Mexico. It's all um, uniform. It's all uniform. Um, and so what just happened in New Mexico is New Mexico Supreme Court just decided that it's high watermark. I heard that. For the state. So they basically threw out the case. Like they didn't even want to listen to the people who were trying to fight it. They were like, nope. It's high watermark. This is what it is. And we're going to continue high watermark. And it's going to be high watermark. And that basically, like, I mean, it, it came from BHA, Backcountry Hunter, mm-hmm. or Hunters and Anglers, brought it to New Mexico Senate and was like, hey, this is what we're pushing. And there was people pushing against it. And... The Supreme Court ruling now allows anglers walk stream beds and banks through the historic high water mark. See, and like, if you implement a policy like that, you know, it it benefits some and it hurts some. And I think you have these like long term water laws, like say Colorado, you know. It float like if it's private you got to flow through can't touch can't yeah. touch the bottom yeah when you change all that like it causes a giant rift in the system that is just going to bring on a whole bunch of other issues where somebody might be in the right and they're walking up some creek get shot and get <laughs> shot yeah or some crazy thing happens yeah because you know, these landowners have been living because it's for been like that forever. Generations, and, you know, and like if Colorado changed and like say, the, you know, the Almont to Northbridge went public, the whole way, you know, it's high watermark. 
Like it, it would. I mean, it would be a war. Have you seen guides treat it though? Guides treat it as it is high yes. watermark. Yes, they it's, do. Guides already treat it as high watermark. Well, almost seems like all this. You got to bounce, buddy. Cool. Ryan out. Ryan's out. <laughs> got to bounce. All good. I'll tell you about it tomorrow. It's pretty funny. All right. All right. Hey, it was awesome. Later, see dude. Good to see you, Dan. See you later. Um, but on the other hand, like, Montana's been high watermark forever. Yeah. And there was a bill that just tried to get pushed the other day. Mm-hmm. Just the other day, in the 11th hour, like in the last hour, they tried to push a bill basically taking all rights away from the public. Yep. And it wasn't just water. It was easements. Access. It was easements yes. through private land. Yes. So it would affect hunting, fishing, yes. and trapping. Yes. And any other recreation that happens on public land. But what's crazy to me is that we're, as as a state of Colorado, we're trying to fight to get our rights. And Montana's sitting back trying to fight to keep their, their rights. rights. Yeah, it's crazy. Do you I mean, need Wi-Fi or anything? It's so split to like 50-50. I mean, I'm not going to lie. And like if I, were on, if I were a landowner on the opposite end of this, I'd be fighting to, to keep what Colorado has currently. Cause, Luckily, you're not a landowner. Right, exactly. <laughs> and and not, not that I could ever, probably ever, ever afford to be, but I'm just saying like, yeah, I, I see the arguments for both sides. And it almost seems like... With CPW, like we're talking, charging for drop an anchor and charging to put in here and charging. That's to do crazy. That. To me. If they, if they do, turn it to high water mark, that all that goes out the window. Who's gonna pay to drop anchor on X? Yeah, they're gonna, land everyone's they gonna can drop above and well, below it on. That's on what public I'm saying. Look how many people land. are gonna lose money. Right. It yeah. ruins the system. Like, like you have this system in place. Yeah. And we're adjusting it as it goes, to make it work for both, you know, the public landowners and then all of a sudden you just flip the table over and you're like it's all different oh i gotta go lay and in the public oh you parked behind them and yeah. <laughs> in, in the public just can't adjust to that you know yeah and well and just, like you think i mean you think real estate is gonna lose money because now yeah. now that you're buying houses on the river you don't own the river anymore yep. Um, your state's going to lose money because now you're not getting money from outfitters for being able to anchor. Yep. Um, I mean, you're, I, I get, I get exactly what you're saying. I completely, I, I agree, but I guess brass tacks, like, would you vote for a high watermark? That's a tough one. I mean... If you were to walk in at the CNR and walk down as far as you wanted to go. Shit, I mean, I'd be all for that. That's high watermark. Yeah, but, like, you know, that's just, I'm just one person. And, like, it, it benefits me and in, in, in the general public. So the article I read... That, that's a tough one. Shit. Well, I, I read one in Hatch Magazine. Obviously, like, I want yeah. to read, like, a fly fishing perspective, you know, and kind of see what... Jesus. Whalen, get. Go, buddy. More Black Lab troubles. He's like, I just want to hang out with you guys. <laughs> um, like, the article I read was basically, like, 
Colorado landowners are fidgeting in their seats right now mm-hmm. because this bill just passed in New Mexico. Yep. And Colorado landowners are freaking out. And they should be. I believe they should be. Yeah, totally. I mean, I I've been trying to fight this forever and yeah. be like, "Hey, what can we do? Like, how do we do this?" Yeah. And I've talked about it on this podcast multiple times. Like, what do we what do, how do we do this? I mean, I see it where like it like if you can float on the water, like the, in the in Colorado state, the state owns the water. They don't own the, you know, the land below the river, but like the water and the stream bed go hand in hand. Yeah. As far as like managing it. And so why aren't they the same? Yeah. But like with the system we have in place, it, it, that's, that's such a tough one. Like it. Brennan's against public lands. I, I, I'm all for it, but that change just seems like, and, and I, I'm probably playing devil's advocate here. Yeah. But, and you should. We and all I, should. I'm, I'm all for it. Like, we all anch- should. Anchor wherever the hell you want. You know, float whatever river you want. Um, th- like, there's a couple of rivers around here that you still float and you launch on public and you float through private and you catch hell, which is not cool. And I don't even, I'm not even touching the bottom. Yeah. You're just floating through. I'm just floating through. Yeah. And people come out and bicker at you. Yeah. I mean, there's and still so, small streams in Colorado where people stretch barbed wire across. And it. so I guess what I'm saying is, like, if it went to Montana's rules, like, the amount of shit, like, we already catch a lot of shit, but, like, it would just go off the charts because people would be walking up, you know, X Creek way the hell up there well it which is good if you have i think i think i think the rule applies to navigable yeah or navigable streams or navigable rivers i was watching a a video the other day and this dude walked up like 15 some miles up some creek into some dude's backyard and he threw a fit in montana but he had all the right to be there and that guy's still throwing a fit and I guess, you know, it's that landowner's problem because he doesn't agree with it. Yeah. He's probably one of the ones who tried to fight for the bill. Exactly. You know, and, like, luckily everyone came to action. Like, I mean, yeah. that was, like, I mean, I remember seeing it on social media and, like, everyone came to action so fast. And it was, like, this is our only chance, like, call your senator, fight this bill. Yeah, and it was, so, and, that, and that's in relation to the Montana case. Yeah. Which was, Man, Ryan, I believe. Ryan left a full beer here, dude. Jesus, we're gonna have soldier, to, dude. We're gonna have to take care of that. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it was in Montana. It was like right around or just under. Here we go. Um, in twenty four out in twenty four hours, almost eight hundred people. Um. Wait, said no, like go. no, we we don't want like we don't want this bill. Yeah, which is insane. Yeah. Like eight hundred people to come to an action like that or a bill like that says 
Like, we we don't want this. Yeah. Which is great. That yeah, that's knows. awesome. That's awesome that you can create, like, through social media and news outlets. And people are actually calling and sharing and being, and like, And sharing hey. their opinion, yeah. which shows how passionate, you know, the the recreating public is about that. Yeah. And it doesn't only affect us as fishermen, it affects everybody. It affects everyone. Like it's, 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 you're, you're taking away public access. Yeah. That Montana bill would have cut off people hiking out of their backyards through a little easement of public land. Yep. Right. And so right there, it's like, that's obvious. Well, there's totally like a great population of people that maybe go once or twice a year to a certain area. And it's like, when they're there, they're like, yeah, I want this. But at the end of the day, they're not going to be into the actual, you know, hearing of what's going to, what's going to happen. Um, as much as people that like us that are spending every day out on the water. Yeah. I mean, in any sense, the, you know, what New Mexico did. That's huge is, for New Mexico. It's awesome. Because they had wor- uh, for the general worse, public. almost worse laws than us, though. Yeah, because what percentage of the population owns the stream bed? You know, if you were to look up that number, I don't know the number. Me either. But in Colorado, yeah. New Mexico, Utah, where laws like that are in place, what percentage of people own the stream bed and have access to that percentage of stream bed for that landowner and that's not very you know there's only so many rivers there's a lot of there's a lot of land but rivers are very confined and i it's just not like fair to everybody i guess it boils down to i guess i shouldn't say fair but like but like i don't know the word do you think people should own rivers no no i don't i don't own to the high watermark of rivers? Like, that's the craziest thing yeah, in my head. Like, that's, how how dare you think that you own the river? That's Because I, you bought property on the river, like, next to the river, doesn't mean you own it. And, and you can, and, and in Colorado, it's like, well. They do. They I can, own it. Yeah, they, do, they yeah. own it. And I can float through. But, like, if I make one single fuck up, you know, my whole guiding career. Is toast. My whole Ooh. livelihood could just go out the window because if you mess up like one time with cpw you get one trespass post something yeah. you trespass you do one thing and you can't operate in colorado commercially i guess the yeah. biggest thing i could say is like no nowhere property like private property stands and like if people come and talk to you turn your phone on immediately is the best thing you can do yes. And like put it in your cup holder, like put it where the at least they can hear audio or something. Because I've had those moments where like I'm just eddied. Yeah. I'm not touching anything. Right. Re-rigging. I'm, yeah. I'm my sitting in eddy. Everything's fine. I'm not touching anything and been harassed by landowners. And I've I've been threatened by like I'm gonna call the cops, I'm gonna call mm-hmm. the sheriff. Like, great, do that. Also call CPW because yep. this is a wildlife issue. Yeah. This is not a trespassing issue necessarily. This is a wildlife issue because now you're harassing me and interfering with what I'm doing with it, which is commercial gaming and trapping is what they call it. Yeah. And I've had those issues with people. And when you bring that up, like, hey, I feel like I'm being harassed. 
then most people back down. They're like, oh shit. Like, yeah. Am or, I in there? Because most landowners don't actually know the laws. We're like, I'm not doing anything wrong here. I'm not touching any of your property. I'm not doing anything. I'm using the river and sitting in the river. Yeah. And I'm being harassed by you right now. And you're interfering with, with my commercial business. Yeah. Or, you know what I, like I had this, it was like two or three summers ago. I was floating the Almond section, which once you hit a certain point for the rest of the float, except for one little section, it's all private. And like I had a safety issue. Yeah, that's huge. I've always thought about that. Safety, right? Which should safety, come first. Safety, safety, safety. That's, that's right. first on everything. Yep. And like I had a safety issue, and I had to pull over. And in you know, I'll say it on here in the middle of private land, I plunked an anchor because I good. This dude, I don't blame you. Was in a position that like I had to help him to keep him in the boat and i had an obstacle downstream which was a tree over the river that we could easily avoid but you needed everything but to be i in needed order. everything in order in the boat to make sure that you know shit didn't go south safe as possible yes yeah. right and so i pulled over and it was in the middle of a very known section that they don't they don't like that and i was harassed and Did all, you tell him it was a safety and issue? all I said was, dude, I'm so sorry. Like, I know I can't be touching here, but, like, I'm trying to keep this guy safe. And we just had something happen. And, like, I'm just trying to make sure he's safe. I'm not fishing. All my rods are in the boat. I don't have a fish in the net. Like, I'm just organizing and making sure that he's okay so that we can continue to float through. Yeah. I'm not trying to, you know, get in your way or obstruct you. I'm just floating. Was that landowner fishing or just watching you? He was standing on the bridge that I just floated over and went around the corner. And he came down, like, watching me, basically. Yeah, he was making sure you weren't doing anything illegal. Yeah, and he threw a fit. Illegal, again, with quotes. He threw a fit, and he threatened and threatened and threatened. And I just, I said, you know, if you need to call the sheriff, if you need to call Colorado Parks and Wildlife, like, you call everybody. We have a safety issue. That's that's what it is. So, but you you also made a good point. Like, hey, I don't have a fish in the net. That, that's. I'm not sitting on anchor fishing your run. Okay, here's. Your run in quotation marks. Here's another point. Like, let's put it this way. Let's put it on the landowner. Let's say you had a fish in the net and anchored up on private property and you presented to the landowner, Hey, would you rather me kill this fish by floating down the river and trying to dodge mm-hmm. rocks and yep. maneuver my boat and keep this boat out of water or keep this fish out of water? Or would you rather me pull over and keep this fish in water and keep it alive? Yep. You know, have, have you tried that? Like I presented you- that to people before and they're like, would, do you want me to kill this fish Yep. because of me keeping it out of water or whatever? Like, yeah, you can hand the net to a client, but like now you're fearing that your client might drop out of the boat because they're leaning over the boat trying to keep the fish. And in then water. I'm going to be touching your property again. Exactly. And so like I presented that to people and they're like, would you rather me kill this fish? You're like, what do you mean? You're like, well, I had to pull over to keep this fish alive. Do you want me to take it off your property? Exactly. Like, there's, yeah. there's a, there's a, it's like, 
what do these landowners really want? They just, they're bored. They're not conservationists. No, they're bored. Yeah. And they have nothing else to do. Most of them probably don't have fishing licenses. Yeah. No. Well, because they don't get checked. I yeah. feel like they don't a good get checked on private land. Of people too that specifically here in Gunnison County that are second homeowners. And a lot of those people land on that property in the summers. The rest of the year they really aren't, you know, they're out in the wind. And yeah. there could be just some discrepancies on what they know as far as laws and leniencies and But they they uh, like I mean I can put like, um, I can discriminate and be like, a lot of these people come from Texas. Yeah, absolutely. Where they have high watermark laws. Right. So that's what so I'm saying. So they come that's to Colorado saying, and they're like, like, oh my God, we own the river. Right, yeah. exactly. And then they see somebody floating through. And they're like, fuck you, we own this. Yeah. Right. But yep. from what I'm getting from this well, conversation, dealt with is, high wa- yeah, I know we're kind I don't of think the, a dead horse, but I don't think the, you know, the, those issues, and I don't think the, you know, the arguments and the negligence from whether it be landowners or guides changes if you do go to high watermark. I mean, that, that's Mon- what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like, like, I don't think it's going to down. The are those road. situations still going to happen? Yeah. In different contexts and over different reasons. But I still think there's going to be arguments. There's going to be issues. There's going to yeah, be, but you now know, it's going to be in the favor of, but us you're protected instead of, a, right. Instead of them. Us, right. Us is the public. That's what I mean. That's, us is the public are protected exactly. from exactly. catching fees, charges, things that prevent us from ki- continuing our career down the road, and therefore it is beneficial. Exactly. But that's the, what I mean. Yeah, there's going to be in there's going to be disputes with yahoos walking the river or you know getting up on private land above high water mark there's going to be disputes all the time there's mm-hmm. going to be people littering there's going to be all this oh, shit totally. but that happens all the time yes and, and that could so dudes potentially get those snagging trees and walking yeah. up on property to pull them exactly and shit like it's going to happen yeah. it happens still it yep. happens to this yeah. day with the law yeah yep. you're never going to get rid like, of those arguments i'm constantly telling people like hey you're on private property Yes. You know, like, what are you doing? You're on private property. Yes. And like, I'm constantly telling landowners, like, no, I'm in the right. You're in the wrong. I'm on public property, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. Like, it, it, it's going to continue to happen no matter what. But now, totally. like, if it happens the right way, we'll be protected. And, and be able to punish those who are infringing on our, you know, right to float the river. Yes. Or, like... Where, you know, in certain cases, rocks get thrown at boats. Yeah. Up here. Yeah. And nothing happens. Nothing. Which, if you were standing on US 50 through Gunnison and somebody threw a rock at you because they thought you shouldn't be there. That's assault, brother. Yes. (laughs) But if it happens on the river. Who cares? and, And you're a landowner and you throw a rock at somebody in a boat. It's, I guess. We'll Is that call, assault with a deadly weapon? We'll call it a gray area. Can I have for like? Can I pull a gun legally? <laughs> you know. Yeah. Can it's I protect? Wrong. Can I protect myself Self? and my persons? Yeah. My, uh, but, my life is being threatened. Yeah. I feel like that, that's alcohol. where it gets. You weird. know, like I I used to carry a gun for a long time on the Gunnison, like concealed on on mm-hmm. the river. And that's I was fucking like, crazy, man. That you have to do that. That is crazy. That you have to do that. There are sections of river around here where like you could be shot if you float them. People will walk out with guns. 
in like not here specifically, but years ago. Like we, a, we all yes. know of a, we yes. all know yes. of a, a spot where yes. there's been shots where, fired. Where on we yes. commercially operate, yes, they're not people walking onto no. the river with guns. No, let's that, make that very yes. clear. Where right. we commercially yes. operate, there are not people walking onto the river with firearms and yes. point and shooting over you, or whatever. Yeah, but there are those like weird sections where shit goes down. That not a lot of people float because it's only in season X amount of you know the year, and they see that, and all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, that's you know." They see that one boat for right. the whole year, and they want to go do something. And that's where it's like, that's not, that's yeah. not cool. Like, right? You that the landowner does not properly understand what is going down, um, and therefore it just. Yeah. Well, kind of going back to what you said, too. I mean, let's say Colorado changes that. There, You know there's going to be some people on some of those small creeks that are out of the queue. And, you know, they're going to – that law is going to change. And they're going to still think they're in, they're in their rights. And someone's going to walk up high watermark, you know, after they change the law. And there's going to be an incident that happens. And both of those people are going to be fighting for what they think is right. Um, you know, and that but I, just, I mean, like, and we could very well see that in, in, in it's New crude, Mexico. but like, you know, bloodshed is a thing. Oh, totally. You know, like, I mean, we're fighting for public rights right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not like, you know, like that again, that sounds very crude, you know, but it, it does, but it is, a th- I mean, there, the Roger Hill case that we've talked about on this podcast before, like, that dude was shot at. Yeah, that was and, a great episode. You know, the, the that way. dude was shot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the dude was shot at. And, yeah. like, the landowner went to jail for just shooting at the dude. Yeah, and he had other priors for shooting at people. Yeah, that and then that will happen again. I mean, say oh, yeah, they change the watermark. Oh, yeah, people will get killed, and people have been killed on to, rivers. Yeah, that's going to happen. Well, no. By being shot. I think the craziest thing... Like, specifically to Colorado, kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier. I did not see this podcast going this way, not going to lie. Yeah, I didn't either, to be honest. People can, like, a landowner can do whatever the fuck he wants to the river. Which is crazy. The stream bed. Yeah, which is crazy. Like, in most other states. Up to to the middle of the river. In most other states, the amount of hoops you would have to jump through... To put a fucking shovel in the river? Yeah. But what if we all took action? What if we all called um, National Forests and CPW and Army Corps of Engineers? What if we all got involved and we were like, BHA, like everyone, and we were like, hey, what the hell's going on here? Dude, they just put a pipeline under Northbridge two years ago. Yeah. I, a honestly, pipe. They put a pipeline under. They dug the whole freaking riverbed up. Yeah, and there's people around here that have... Ring those alarms on their own, but it's not enough. It's to, not to get like, the attention, and I'm that, s- that's where shit gets interesting. Is like, what would it take? I'm saying, if no one does anything, anything we're fucked. We're fucked, dude. Like this, this place is going to be ruined. Yes, and it's, and it's not going to be what it is. It's not going to be what, what it, it was. used to be. It never will be what it Absolutely. was. Absolutely no. 
It's going to be. We're already in that. And point. It, we're gonna we're gonna be a stalker river. Yep. Where they just stock rainbow trout in here, and all you're catching is slimy stalkers all day. And we're getting there. Welcome yeah. to the Arkansas down by Pueblo. Welcome to the Grand Mesa. I know that's not moving water, but it's the same thing. Yeah. But I mean, you can, at times, like. And it's tough to get the community of, because like, say in the guiding community, there's all these different groups that don't agree. Yeah. And like, there's issues within that and we don't want to come together. And then publicly, you know, there's issues that don't want to come together. And like, if you move over to the hunting world, like hunters generally just keep to themselves, do their own thing. And it's hard to get that group of people to come together. Unless there's an issue. Unless, yes. That is going to... And you have to make it a... a, a you got to make it a bigger issue that they it's going to affect them personally. Yes, or just apparently obvious that, like, what is going down? So, I mean, I brought up the fact while we were in Texas of, like, a guide coalition... Like a Gunnison River Guide Coalition of basically we need to be persistent about it and we all need to meet like once a month or twice a month or whatever. Like we all need to come together and just hear each other out and like Even hear how things happen. if we don't agree with, right. you know, X guide in the room doesn't exactly. like well, Z it, guide. It doesn't, sure. it doesn't need yeah. to be guides either. Like that's... We want I, other... Yeah, we, we want other people. We want people, general but like, public. We want We anglers, want the general public. We want raptors. We this want is, all the people that are using that But this is also our livelihood. This is also... And it's right. a rafter's livelihood. It's a lot right. of people's livelihood, but right. like we make a lot of money and that's most of our money throughout the summer. Absolutely. You both know that. Like we have... Yeah. That's X so, amount of days to make our yearly income. That's and Colorado bulk. Parks Mollips is, is is similarly like in, in some senses in the same boat. I mean, do you know what they make on fishing licenses every year? I mean, it's ridiculous. You probably know. I don't know the exact number. There's no way I would ever know that. But just the amount of the, I mean, Brendan and I can you testify. You guys have sold fishing licenses. We can testify to the amount during certain seasons. Let's say, you know, shit, salmon season. The, the amount of people that come in and are buying, mostly out of state, are buying licenses. Yeah, you I mean, to speak they... to, so like me and Peter have both worked at Gene Taylor's, which is like the big shop for people to come in who are going to recreate in Gunnison. It's really the place, the only and place so to go. And right? so what brings a bulk of people in to that store? Or $70 million. Uh, yeah. yeah so a bulk of people that come into that store is because they can come to that store and they can buy their fishing stuff. Yeah. And then at checkout, they can say, hey, I need a fishing license. Right. And they can do two things at once, just like hunting. They can come in and buy their hunting gear. They can buy their over-the-counter elk tag, and they can go hunt 20 minutes from town. Yeah. And that's what brings $70 million million a year. That's insane. Yeah. And where does, uh, yeah, not even to get on that ramp, but like, yeah, but <laughs> like, I mean, that's what I'm saying. You know, like we're, we're basically like, we're providing for CPW. Like we're bringing people here. Yes. We're getting clients here. That river. We're taking them fishing. That river is bringing people here. Yes. And at times we don't take care of it is what I'm getting at. Like we're not. 
we're not doing what we need to be doing to be earning seventy million dollars a year on fishing licenses. Right. Yeah, for yeah, the we're state not doing of Colorado. Enough. Yes. We're not doing enough. No. And you know it's it, it's garbage. Dude. And that it's seventy like, million too, like I feel like I want to point out that that's you know, they're gonna make that tenfold too. You're you're talking that's, they're they're, that, they're making sorry, money that's off of all licenses. Okay, but well, still, I don't know the exact They're making money to off of outfitters. They're making money off of your clients. They're making money off of DIYers. You know, the, the, there's a lot more that factors in than just a license. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're they're but paying, it's going to pay somebody's salary too. Yeah, and it's going to right. local businesses. Like, I mean, what I'm saying is like, okay, this place. Let's just talk Gunnison County instead of. I mean, we could talk statewide, I guess, but, you know, like, for fishing, what we do... This is a good example. Yes, this is a great example. Like, we're we're bringing people here to fish. Like, if I book a client, that client's going to come fish with me. That client's going to book a hotel. That client's going to go out to eat locally. That client is bringing money to the whole county, Mm -hmm. to the... to Gunnison County. Same if I book it in another county, you know, like that person's going to come and spend money in our area. Totally. And we get a portion of that money they spend and the county gets the rest and then Parks and Wildlife is benefiting benefiting from it as well. And those people might come back on their own after you show them and fish them or whatever. Those people might come and fish more. Bring other people with them. Bring other people, but... There are attributes that bring people to this area, whether it be skiing, biking, hiking, hunting, fishing, you know, all these things. But to leave us out of the question and say that we don't deserve the credit that we are due, you know what I mean? Like, we're still bringing people here. And we're still getting people here and, and we're, we're getting did, people to come back and, and we're getting people to come back and right. we this is what we live on and so we fight for it i'm trying to wrap like come back full circle here but like we we need to fight for all this or we're not going to have that anymore Absolutely. as a guide as Absolutely. someone as a like, community as I mean, a community yeah. we're not going to have that infrastructure anymore we're not going to have that support we're not going to have that money coming in we're not going to have that income anymore if we don't have people coming here to do the things that we are providing yes sir and i yeah. have clients i i told you this last when we were in texas like i i have clients that long-term clients that go i don't want to come there anymore yeah i'm done yeah, like i don't want to fi- it's not like hey i don't want to fish with you anymore I it's don't like want to fish there i don't want to fish there anymore right and you go why and they go too many people not enough fish not enough big fish yeah okay i understand completely and you can't argue with that. Nope. No, you can't. There's you're nothing. Like, yeah, you're you're completely right. Right. They've been there. They've done that. And... Yeah, and it because in the heyday, in the eighties, in the seventies, this place was insane. Yeah, but it was also a cattle town. 
I mean, we're yeah, all, it was, all it was, a, it w- it you was didn't have not hotels, well restaurants, known. bars, exactly. all it was that not well known. Money. So yeah. like it, it wasn't well known at all, but like you can still, you can still take care of what you have and be a growing community. Totally. If you manage it. Exactly. Totally. Properly. Well, the exactly. other thing too, is that like, it's a well-known fact that, uh, all the We're recreation, like, which in, in shit non guns, <laughs> all the recreation boy. in the state, though, all the recreation in the state of Colorado is all the, sorry, excuse me, all the conservation in the state of Colorado is paid for by the recreators, the people that are hunting, the people that are fishing, going out and buying these tags and 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 doing it. So if you have a steady increase, which we all experience every year, it's more and more. It's more people. It's more people wanting to come fish and hunt and and recreate in Colorado then your then your conservation and preservation efforts need to be aligned with that right yeah. and i feel like that's where the issues are drawn is that we're kind of stuck in the you know doing doing what's been done before and like and Brandon trying to stick earlier, with that we're stuck in limbo right. in the middle of a rapid stuck in limbo like do we go right or do we go left right but we have way more people coming i mean even in the last 5 years definitely Pre-COVID, we have grown exponentially as far as anglers and just money in all the recreation sports in general. And so, therefore, our efforts need to be increased as far as, you know, on the government taking level. Taking care of it. Taking care of it. Well, Conservation, it, it preservation goes back to on the, the government level. You know, that brings me back to thinking about the high water mark, right? So, like, we have X amount – like, take the state of Colorado, for example – we have X amount of people that want to come fishing here. We have X amount of water. There's too many people for X amount of water. How do how do we solve this? Well, we let people access more water. We say, hey, you know, we open it up to high water mark in Colorado. That opens up more room for everybody, and it works out better. Wouldn't I mean, if we didn't all, as guides, if we didn't all have to anchor in one area all the time. Yeah. The X spot on the Gunnison. More pins behind you. Wouldn't be a such, like, it wouldn't be such a shit show. Everybody yeah. would be doing their own lunches, you know? Yeah. We wouldn't all do lunch. At the same in spot. In the same fucking eddy. Where you can pull into the same spot and there's... 15 to 20 boats there. And whereas me, as a younger guide, I usually don't get shade. Yeah, totally. Unless it's not busy. Yeah. Whereas, like, everybody that, like, even if there is some shade available and you know who's upstream. Got to fit your way in there. Push boats out of your To avoid conflict. Yeah. I just go. I'll back you, dude. I'm not going to take the shade. I'll back you, dude. If you want to like, get in the shade, I'll back you. You know, right? Like, you don't let know this your fucker clients. in. What's Jim, your problem? Jimbo upstream is gonna yeah. throw a fucking fit because I'm in. I'm anchored down by his outfit one in the shade. Spot on the section river to stop. Yeah, mm-hmm. but if we could stop at other areas, and and then the next thing is, we spend a lot of time on the river. How often? floating through these private sections like the stocked one mm-hmm. on the Almont section do we see people out in the river fishing i mean occasionally 
so rarely occasionally i can think of like often. the amount of times i've floated alma and seen somebody walk waiting Dude, they have signs that say cameras cameras watching you yes now do they do I don't not know. stop there's cameras watching you. you're like are you yeah. fucking curious are you, are you kidding me yeah like this I, is I still bullshit. pull over but i guess the the point of that is like that person owning that parcel of land is using it x amount and then the public users are tenfold that and it's just bottlenecking everybody into you know walk waiting this one section yeah like the lower yeah if you go float the lower it's insane yeah low water when everybody can walk out to the main high temps low water high temps everyone's walking but that's the only place they have yeah that's it and they they drove so this is what they I'm drove saying. eight like it, hours to it be would, here it would spread people out if you could go where you wanted mm-hmm. if you could walk the river and go where you that's wanted that's exactly it would what out. i'm saying or you go into palaces and there's just people stacked full yeah like you get into the waitable section of the palaces and you come around the corner you're like oh my god all right, so we are shutting this thing down right here. You're going to have to tune in for the next episode, uh, part two. I got to shut it down right here. Um, about the halfway mark, we do about four and a half hours total of this entire podcast. So it's getting shut down here. And um, thanks again for listening. Tune in for the rest of the podcast um, in a week or two.